That's right. Mr. Too Good for this podcast. Excuse me. Uh-huh. Listen. That's why it's called The Nerdy Legion with Martin Ferretti. We know this. Nope, check the title. My name right on there. Incorrecto. You see, what happened I'm, was... I'm, we working, had... I'm working off kilter, buddy. Well, I was going to say, I had to shame I'm, you I'm, into recording. I'm not, I'm not in... Sti- I'm not in, as Pavement once said, I'm not in stereo, stereo, ho. <laughs> I'm in monosyllabic oh, right now, so I'm so? looking for new headphones. Oh Lord! Christ! Of course, you know, you know when you can find headphones any day of the week. You know when you can't find headphones when you need them. You know, I can find them at any time because I, I just do find my AirPods and bam. How dare? Yeah, but how how long's that charge? Twenty minutes. This is the Nerdy Legion podcast with Martin Ferretti. We don't record for only 20 minutes. Listen, we have been recording for like three hours an episode, and I still have battery life. Really? Yeah. Because I got Generation 1, and they're they're not 20 minutes, but you can't go over an hour and a half with them. You need to go pro. See? This is what I'm... Yes! I mean, you're a professional. Why are you using plebeian headphones? Excuse me? You heard me. Oh, wait, you did it because you're using plebeian headphones. Now you're in stereo. Ah, that's so These headphones might have to go into the garbage. So much better. Except, can I, do I sound all right? That's all I want to know. You sound dulcet. Oh, fantastic. Hey, before we start the Nerdy Legion podcast with uh, Martin Ferretti, can I just, can I derail just for a little bit? Because I, I need the listener to know why why we're here. Why are we here? Do you, do you mind if I just take the floor for just like 15 seconds? That's like the existential question of humanity, but continue. Okay. Well, let me, let me fill in the listener. Glenn is leaving. <laughs> He's on his road trip to Florida. Gonna see Mickey Mouse. He made a request to Nerdy Legion for a little entertainment. Glenn is the best. We both know it. Our Martin and Nick little <laughs> That's right, we are because Glenn is numero uno, request made, request given. <laughs> Martin? Yes. Glenn's the best we know. <laughs> Gotta do it for him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're gonna get a copyright strike. I just got a copyright strike from Julie, the cruise director, that said, keep it down. <laughs> oh, Lord. See, this is how you know how much we appreciate our listeners. Yes. We're like uh, we're like Candyman. You say Ooh. our name three times and we appear on your podcast player. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. If you say I like our that name, a lot. If you say our name four times, we appear on your uh, phonograph. Ooh. 
I like that even more. Yeah. Can you imagine? We just like, That'd be great. Like, pop out of a record player. Mm. Nice. Mm. Or it gets to the end of the album where you're hearing the like, shh, shh, and then all of a sudden we give them a backwards message. Oh, wow. I like it. Wow. I like it. I don't, I don't know what that but means. No, but no joke. The the wife didn't like my karaoke. Well, she she threw the hammer down. Shame on her, I say. I know that was off the dome. See, that's what I'm talking about. What other show do you get off the dome? None, right? You know, I had a it's I, like I had, baby. Did did Eminem's girlfriend try to shut him down? Probably yes. Maybe, and then pro- probably slapped her, mm-hmm. and then he made a movie in in Hollywood, and then she but, had sex you know, with his friend. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah, based on a true story. But I'm not going to hit my wife, but will I get called by the cops? Because the neighbor thinks my karaoke is me, like, strangling somebody? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Everyone heard it. Mm-hmm. But, hey, who else Who else gives us a little tune to start off a podcast? That's right. If you're not going to rate and review Nerdy Legion, why are you listening right now? Listen, five stars five only. Stars you know what will happen? You know what will happen? What sure. Happened? Could you hit four stars? I mean, could you, you could. even go down to one star? You could. That'd be a mistake. But you know who's going to show up at your house, like Candyman style? One Martin Ferretti. He sure will. So don't do that. Don't do it. Five stars only. Smash that like button, right? I smashed that, it. Are, we, are I sm- we on? Are we on the right format? I smashed it so hard. We now have oh. fourteen listeners. Oh man, we're killing it. I know. That's how we do. I mean, just wait till we do our uh, Manscaped ad towards the end and. Coming up soon is going to be the um, self-service kitty litter box. That's right. Kitty to go. Wait, you ruined the surprise. Ooh. We have a new sponsor for this episode. Okay. Who's that? We're not going to tell him yet. Dang it. We'll tell him later. We'll keep him in suspense. I didn't see this on the Google Doc. I'm very excited. There you go. I got to listen to our podcast more. No, you don't. No? Mm -mm. Okay. All right. Even I don't listen. Well, that's a shame. Is it? Have you heard your voice? Dulcet tones. Have I? I mean, we've been recording for eight minutes. We've said nothing. What are you talking about? We just did karaoke for three. <laughs> yeah, talking about Zoe keeps texting me. Hang on, I need to mute her. <laughs> is she is she telling is she telling me to be quiet that I'm too loud too? <laughs> Zoe, come on. How do I mute her? <laughs> She's like, I don't like sticks karaoke. Tell him to do Renegade next. Uh oh oh I know what I need to do oh well that's weird it doesn't that work here where's the do not disturb button oh there it is do not Uh-oh. disturb until tomorrow morning I tell think. her I I will I will do the karaoke version of Mr Roboto if she wants <laughs> no she uh she found pants that she wants pants. yes pants pants why are you discussing pants at nine fifteen at night who's <laughs> selling pants at nine fifteen at night because <laughs> we know she only goes to malls come on she's on pinterest apparently Uh oh that's dangerous that is dangerous yeah that's where that's where you find all the good styles is it i would think so i wouldn't know i don't know i always hear i always hear people like i want to dress like whoever Wh- whoever is a fashion maker billy eilish so i go on to pinterest and i type in billy eilish and i get all these suggestions and those pants look cool or that makeup looks cool. Wait, next convention we go to, can you dress up like Billie Eilish? Oh, and you can dress up like Phineas? Oh, I mean, hold on. I was going to dress up like Post Malone, but sure. You'll dress up like Posty with the tattoos? Yeah, and the dress. 
Are you going to have fake face tattoos or real tattoos on your face? Uh, listen, when I go in, I go in hard. Dang. Well, aren't I more of a Phineas dude? Because I mean, he's a little fancy. Every once in a while, he dresses a little fancy. I like it. Is he? I don't know anything about him. Yeah, he's great. Hmm, Phineas. His new, his new album's solid. Oh, he's a singer. Yeah, he's Billy Eilish's brother. Well, I don't know these people. And he produces Billy Eilish. Oh, does he? Yep. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he does the music. I, uh, I, I like to listen to Billie Eilish when I go to sleep because I, I don't know what she's saying. She's whispering all the time. Yeah, it's all mumble. It's like ASMR. Except her latest album. Her latest album's a little California stoner jazz, I would say. Oh, stoner jazz. Isn't that all jazz? No, no, no. I'm not a jazz guy. I said, I said California you're stoner the, You're the jazz, jazz guy. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Well, very good. How's life been treating you? Oh man, like a bowl full of buttercups. It's a been bowl fantastic. Full of buttercups. Yeah, that's very fattening. Hey, you, that you know what that means? I'm living the fat life <laughs> right over here. Everything's rocking and rolling. Oh, it's really good. Good. Today's the first time because you know I I can't come out of the pandemic quickly because the immune. The autoimmune yes, wife. Yes. So I'm still masking at work. I'm like, I go out, like I'm not doing group situations, you know, without being masked up. So I'm trying to avoid like, like I don't even do like indoor movies, mm. like movie theaters. I don't, I won't even do that. Like that's just, it's one step closer to me infecting the wife and I don't want to do that. Sure. But hey, everyone else, rock and roll. I'm very. I've turned the corner where it's like, dude, this is a Nick problem, not anyone else's problem. Mm. Like you, you don't want. You don't think I want to take off my mask? Of course I do. But today was one of the first FOMO moments that I had because I went onto a social channel and one of my rock groups posted a video, uh, the wedding present. Mm. Posted a video from one of their concerts. I think it was Cambridge that they were at, and it was from the. And it was from like the stage perspective, showing the band just effing rocking out. And then you just see in purple glow, you see just a sea of people, not slam dancing or moshing or anything like that, but they're doing the like hypnotic, like jumping up and down where there's so many people doing it at different intervals that it looks like waves. Mm. And that was the first time I was like, I want to do that. That's me. I want to be in that way. That was the first time that I felt FOMO. Like, yes, has there been movies like Doctor Strange and, and like Maverick that I wish I could see in a theater, but I just don't because I'm nervous? Yeah. Absolutely. But that was the first time that I was like, I want to be in that. Like, that crowd, I want to be part of. Mm. But it was excellent. I was just like, oh, man, that looks like normal times right there. That looks awesome. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I want to go to a concert. I know. And there's a lot of good groups out there, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touring together. I mean, shoot, Mike, I think I even sent it to you. My Chemical Romance puts out a new song? What? Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? It's all right. It's a, Hey, dude, it's good to have them back. Come on. That's and true. I mean, like. Now you're getting who's going out on tour now? I saw on Stern, um, Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction. Mm. Like that's my wheelhouse. But then you hear them on Stern, Stern, and it's like, dude, those guys aren't 50 years old. Like, holy shit, they can still do that. Wow. 
Wait, I just thought of something. Since this is a special oh. episode for Glenn, do we need to watch yeah. our profanity? Is he listening in the car? Or is he flying? Mm, I would hope it. Either way, I would hope he has earbuds in. Because, I mean, our sponsor is pretty risque. Glenn, put in earbuds. Because we, <laughs> we, we might be cursing. Hopefully we don't. But we might be. Mm. But I would also say, does your kids really want to listen to this garbage? No, probably not. I mean, if you want to raise your kids properly, then yes, they should listen. <laughs> Get a full view. Hey, going back to my chem- chemical romance, Gerard Way, what would you prefer him to do full time? My Chemical Romance or go back to Umbrella Academy? Um, not his vertigo, not his vertigo stuff. Umbrella Academy. Um, I know it's a tough one because hmm. even even a not a subpar, an average. But I would say the new My Chemical Romance song, it's average. It's fine. Yeah. But I would say the ceiling for him in My Chemical Romance, pretty high. Hmm. Pretty high. I mean, it depends who you ask. If you ask me, then yeah, you're probably right. I'm asking. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's my jam. I know some, we, right. got, we got some old folks listening. They don't appreciate the, the romance of chemicals. Yeah. Uh, but we all know I appreciate some, some romance with chemicals. So, uh, you know, it's my they job. got lumped in with a lot of bad people. That's the problem. As soon as they got the emo moniker thrown on them, then they got thrown into like every conversation about that genre. That's like Pearl Jam getting thrown in with grunge. It's like, really? Like, really? Mm. Okay, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess. Because I, I went back and I watched a video and it was high quality. It was like a professional video. From Black Parade Tour when they were in Barcelona, I want to say. Yeah. That was pretty good. Oh, I forgot to watch that. The amount of, like, visual stuff that he did and staging and, like, it's like, he's very, he, he's a step above other people, I would say. That's why I want him in My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he had a, he had a cool original voice with Umbrella Academy, don't get me wrong, but I... I think I would I he's more unique in in a rock band. Let's put it that way. And I think that sound would be really cool right now. Just update a little bit. Mm, I think that sound is always cool, Nick. Yeah. <clears throat> Regardless of what people think, everyone's got a little emo boy inside of them. Mm-hmm. Hair mm-hmm. parted down the side, black clothes, maybe some black eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got that. It's all right. It's all right. They can let their little emo boy out. Emo boy or girl. We're, we're not putting labels on anyone. Yeah, emo, emo them, emo they, whatever. It's yeah. Fine. We don't propose things. Yeah, I love things. it. Um, hmm. Yeah, I've been, uh, you know, you know, you know, I, I checked before we started talking. We haven't talked in like two months. See, I already have a question in our absence, because I did listen when you cheated on this podcast and went to various other podcasts. <laughs> oh, I listened. And you know one question that was not answered, obviously, because these are fair-weather listeners of, of one Martin Ferretti. They don't know the true deal of Martin Ferretti and what question he wants to answer. I'm an enigma, Do really, you, but continue. So you know what's going to happen? I'm going to put Martin Ferretti's square box into a round hole right now. Oh. Because I want to know, which no one has asked you. Oh. Now that you're getting boxes upon boxes of comics. <laughs> I want to know how is that go? How's that journey going? Is it still like Christmas every month? 
that you get these boxes or do you un- is it has it become an assembly line of checking in stuff and the scariness of I got to read all this stuff. Oh my god. The the next title of Spider-Man is in 2 weeks. Oh. I got to read this. Let's go. That is a fascinating question. Thank you. See, no one else asked yeah, that. That's a Don't great that. question. Thank you listener for that question. Yes. Um Thank you, Snapper Car for your listener question. You know, you know me, Nick. Um they call me uh, the Muad'Dib. I- I'm wise Ooh. in the ways of the desert. Oh. Uh, I like to create my own water, if you will. You're a spice merchant, if you will. Yes, yes, that's right. I uh, I live in in oxalotl tanks. So um, it's been quite a journey, I got to tell you. I'm gonna tell you what my problem is. My problem is not the influx of comics. Okay. My problem is the ordering of the comics. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. let me tell you. I think, I think shouldn't that process just almost be set it and forget it? I, you would think. Here's what I where I messed up, and I'm hoping Uh-oh. that like this doesn't happen on my next door. Uh, but this Uh-oh. this would have been like uh, I don't know an order I placed like two months ago, I guess. Mm. Because you know you place them ahead of time, and right. so so I get my my spreadsheet for the month and I do my order. Mm-hmm. But then I also signed up for the FOC, so in case I forgot to order something, mm-hmm. I can go ahead and add it. So two problems. Number one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll get my FOC list and I'm like, oh, yeah, I need that. So I go ahead and order it. Sure. Oh, I need that too. I go ahead and order it. Um, but because of the way the building works with the FOC, it's delayed. And so mm. I'd be like, like the other day, I was like, whoa, what is this charge on my card? And then I realized what it was. And I'm like, why so high? And then I realized that it's because of all these FOC stuff that I'm adding in. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because so this is, so this is. You already have a delicious baked potato, and then you decide to put five ingredients on top of it. So now the baked potato costs three times more. So I used to that work, type of thing. I worked at McAllister's Deli when I was in college. Ah, okay. Yeah. And they have world famous spuds. Yes. Okay. As big as your head. As big as your head. Do you know how they make these as big as your head? They cut two potatoes in half and put them together that way. Well, yeah, you cut the edge of each potato and you put them together. So yes. it's really two potatoes. Now, you know, one potato is filling enough. Mm-hmm. Two potatoes is very filling, especially when you're like me, where my favorite part of the potato is not the meaty inside, but rather the skin. Salty skin. Salty yeah. skin. So, so this is like. This is like a McAllister spud. Not a sponsor, by the way. Shame. Oh, shame, shame. on that. But uh, it's like a McAllister spud where two potatoes are being put into one. And then at the end, you regret it because you got to go to the bathroom and you're just crapping <laughs> giant chunks of potato. You see what I mean? Oh, God. It's rough. Jesus. We really – there goes our McAllister sponsorship. Mm. Hey, wasn't that your nickname in high school? Uh, McAllister? No, Salty Skin. Uh, how'd you know? Where's my bell? Just say it. It's been so long I couldn't find it. There it is. <laughs> oh my god, that's so loud in the new headphones. <laughs> oh wait. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. My bad. I think that was like right next to the microphone. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Hang on. I hate to say it. Why don't you <laughs> I gotta move it. Is it be- how's that? Is that better? That's great. Well, you should timestamp that just so you can go back. You don't have to listen. Just see, like, how that peeks into the red. Holy <laughs> 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 that was loud. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, so anyway, so 
So the order process, the order process is fine. It's just the FOC that's been getting me. So I've been like extra careful where like I make, I go through my monthly sheet really closely to make sure I get Mm -hmm. everything I want the first time. Right. Sure. So like the, the only thing that I order an FOC is stuff that gets announced like after that monthly sheet comes out, which happens sometimes, right? Not like often, but sometimes. Can I ask you a quick question about this this whole ordering? Because I am fascinated. I'm fascinated when I'm listening to Mike as well. Do you fall into the Mike Myers trap of, like, what are you using your FOC? Is your FOC like when Bill says he's ordering something and Mike misses it? And then you're like, ooh, I got to put that on FOC. Or is it one of those, another Mike Myers issue where he grabs all the issues, but he thinks he has number one but he missed it for some reason. And now he has all these issues in a series except for number one. Have you run into either of those? Well, I mean, FOC wouldn't solve either one, right? Um, right. Because like, FOC is the same week. You're just like, you can be like 10 days late ordering. Yeah, yes. In, in effect, okay. yes. Uh, okay, gotcha. Although sometimes, like I said, there might be a book that gets announced after the, the monthly sheet gets made, right? Mm. Like, you know, they'd like to do surprise announcements. Um, sure. I'm trying to think, what was one of those? I think that, like, um, the new Thor book was that way, the the Jane and Thor Um like the first or like they might they might announce one on Spider-Man's birthday or Batman Day yeah, or whatever. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So like, like if I'm listening to an episode of Geek Brunch when they do their 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 uh, previews episode, like mm-hmm. I'm listening in case like something jumps at me, right? A lot of times like uh-huh. they're they order like fairly regular things, mm-hmm. but sometimes there's like especially with, when it comes to indie books. Um, because, you know, it's a little harder to find the indie books sometimes that are, like, really interesting. Sure. Right? Definitely. Um, here, I'll, g- I'll give you an example of an FOC. Like, they talk about the horror comics all the time. Um, who puts those out? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, like, they do the, the Planet Comics, Horror Comics, Jungle Comics, that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like, the FOC, like, two or three weeks ago had, like, four issues of horror comics on there. So I don't know, mm. if, I don't know if, like, horror comics got delayed um or like if they're just doing the ordering ahead of time so like they can get like an idea of how many to put out you know what i mean gotcha um so i ordered whatever it was like issues 10 through 14 just like all on the same sheet um so by the time mike or brightside chat are reviewing an issue and let's say it's independent and you didn't grab that You'll go onto your sheet or FOC and like, okay, they're up to issue two or three. But now you have to go to whatever it is, my comic book shop or wherever yeah, you get right. it. And now you have to like grab that because you're missing it. Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So by the time they're reviewing, it's too late. Too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. go to grab the next issue. Yep. Um, okay. So, sometimes what I hate though is like on the order sheets, you have books that aren't for like the month you're ordering for, but like the month after. Oh, um, and I've seen this with like Marvel, for example, uh-huh. where like they'll show up two months in a row, right? So like right now, I just ordered for July, right? Huh. Um, uh-huh. But I remembered like in when I did my April order for June, like there were books popping out, and I was like, oh yeah, I need to order that, and so I ordered them, not looking at the release date. But then when I go to the May sheet, which is for the July order, they show up again. And I'm like, wait, I could have sworn I got this already. Um, so, like, I saw this happen with one of the Moon Knight issues. 
Well, uh-huh. I received two in a box, and I'm like, I didn't order two. And it, of the same issue? Of the same issue. Oh, boy. And it, okay. And it was because it was solicited like a month early and then like solicited again, like the month that it's so, supposed to be ordered. So I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. Is that a Martin Ferretti issue? Or because in my head, that should be a who you place your order with. Like, come on, dude. If I wanted two issues of XYZ, uh-huh, uh-huh. I would write a number two in that space. Like, just because it was solicited by Marvel twice doesn't mean that I want it twice. Or at least send me an email and be like, hey, are you sure you want two of this? Sure. Yeah. Like, red flag that. Because that, that's like Marvel postponing the release of an omnibus or a trade. Like, they've, they've re-solicited stuff oh, like that. yeah, all the time. And I wouldn't want to get two trades of the same darn thing. Right. Imagine paying for like two masterworks like back to back. Yeah. Yeah. And I could easily see that happen. That That's why I wanted – I also wanted to ask during that situation, you're ordering in April. Then you get May's form. Is the computer – is the computer list you're marking off, is it smart enough to bring like he ordered Moon Knight 2 in April? Nope. It's May. Moon Knight 3's there, and there's the X already there. No, so they're supposed to be launching a website this summer, okay? Okay. Uh, like, gotcha. like DCBS. DCS. DCS has a website. Right. Um, when that happens, I think that issue will go away. Um, Makes sense. But right now, it's just through a spreadsheet. You Now you know. Gotcha. I love me some spreadsheets. Sure. You should see some of these crazy spreadsheets I make. <clears throat> um, but uh, But that's the only way to do it. So... What I do is, like, if I'm doing a monthly order, or, like, even when the FOC comes out, I'll open up that order and then the previous month's order. So that way I can double check. Dude. I know. I know. Remember when you were first talking about going to this? Yeah. And you were like, the one thing I don't want to do is waste tons of... My time's worth money. Remember that conversation that we had? I don't want to be wasting... My time's worth money. I don't want to be wasting all this time... And now it's like, oh, man, it sounds like you're wasting a lot of time. Yeah, but see, at the same time, I'm only paying like, you know, 40, 50 percent for a comic. Which is great. But you're also sometimes getting charged for two of the same issue. Well, that's only happened once. So, you know, oh. it's it's like two dollars and some change. Right. Right. So not that big a deal. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm ordering more. Right. Because, I mean, OK, they're half well, off. Me, I got to order more. But let me throw this out. If they and I guess I would put this onus not on your is it a distributor? I don't want to name them by name since we're not talking nice. No, we can name them by name. It's but, fine. It's Cowabunga Comics. Okay. But is the onus on them or is the onus on Marvel or whoever puts that spreadsheet? Like, don't add Spider Man number one twice on a sheet. Because guess what? It Spider-Man number one is not going to be released twice. It's going to be released once. Or somebody should know, oh, that April list that Martin marked Spider-Man number one down, and then the very next month marked Spider-Man number one down again. Mm -hmm. If we're erasing month by month, the old spreadsheet just goes away. Mm. And nothing gets rolled. That's why I asked, does things get rolled over? Because if that's the case, if that old spreadsheet just goes away... Well, guess what? Spider-Man 1, I didn't get with that old spreadsheet. That should be back to zero. Don't leave that at one. And then I reorder it because you know me. I I wouldn't pay attention. But then I'd be pissed. Even if it's 50% off, I'd be like, I don't want two of these. Like, (laughs) 
can I send this to somebody? Because what am I reading two of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It'd be one thing if Cowabunga gave you, like, here's a variant copy, sorry, but we'll give that to you for, you know, regular price. Look, with it being one single issue, I'm not I'm not worried about it. You know what I mean? I know. But I, I, I hate to say it, I roll it forward, like you said, Masterworks. Yeah, yeah. Like 50% off of a $75 Masterworks, that's, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not worried about that one issue, but, you know, it's a spreadsheet, so I know it's not perfect, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm doing my due diligence, you know? Gotcha. Um, like, can I find a better way to do this? I'm sure I can, right? Because, um, like, there's some things that I just get, like, monthly anyway, right? So it's not... Well, once the, once the app gets there, I'm sure everything's going to just fall into place. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's not like I'm ordering, like, a lot of weird stuff. Like, very rarely do I order a lot of weird stuff. Um, right. Like, right. most of the stuff that I order is... You know, towards the to, towards the top of the spreadsheet, because um, you know, like the toys are on there and all that stuff. Like it's a yeah, the t-shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm just concerned about the comics. Um, but how exciting is it? Okay, what's the temperature in the room? Oh, uh, well, give me so your is... give me your excitement level still, because you've been doing it for a while. Yeah. Of what's the excitement level of placing orders, seeing what's coming out. Get receiving a box, not knowing what's in it, opening up said, like, are the excitement levels for all of that still pretty high? I'm sure filing away, that's, when is that ever exciting? Answer, (laughs) never. But what about the all the other, like, is it still Christmas Day when you get an unknown box and you're like, I think this might be February, but I don't know, so let's open this up. No, I mean, I kind of know what it is because they sent me an email. When it gets shipped. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right, and so, it, like, you know what's coming. And how's the condition? Perfect. Because we have a lot of listeners that you get a rabbit ear on a little corner or a little nick in the spine. They get all freaked out. Nope. So I always do the, the My Light halfbacks and all the books. Cause you, there's a place in the order form for that. Um, so I always get those. And, uh, and the box is like, it's always the perfect size box. Nice. I don't know how, I this, like hearing I don't know how that. this works. I don't know if they like So your comic books come in the MyLight and the like they're already pre-done. Yes, they're already bagged and boarded. Um, okay. and then like they bundle them. I don't know, it's probably like 10 books to a bundle. Uh-huh. So like they're it's not it's like a bag, like a comic bag, but it fits yeah. like 10 comics, I guess. So they're like snugly oh. bundled together in there and put in the box. So they're not put into a magazine, like 10 comic books in a magazine. No, 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 no. Because no. I know a lot of shops used to do that, which drove me crazy. No, 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 no. Okay, that's cool. I mean, if it So they have it down like, to a science. Yeah, like, it's like, it's almost like, it feels like they shrink wrap a bundle of comics. Wow. Um, and so there's like several bundles of comics in my box. And the box is like the perfect height. And there's like bubble wrap in there so it doesn't like jiggle around. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's very sturdy, okay? And does does Mrs. Freddy like the workout when she has to bring those boxes in? No, no. she. she I, I bring them in. Uh, I, I, <laughs> okay. So I always know when they're coming. This is how I know. Number one, I get the email from Kawabunga. Hey, your comics Smart. are shipped. So yeah. I know like they'll be there within two or three days. And then, uh, you know, when the UPS guy comes, he lives at my front door. So, you know, the, the doorbell goes off and he tells me my comics are here. Um, but I also. And then you set your out of office message and run home. <laughs> I'm going to be in a meeting the rest of the day. I have to go. <laughs> um, 
But then I also I have a remote meeting. I must attend. That's right. If you need me, uh, hit me up on Zoom. But if I don't respond to a Zoom call, don't be surprised. That's right. Gotta go. Um, but uh, but my wife, my wife, she 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 signed up for like UPS notifications. Uh oh. So like the morning of delivery, she gets text like you know you have Uh you have a package on the way. And so the first time I got my box, she's like, "Who is Eric?" And I'm like, I don't know. Who the fuck is Eric? <laughs> oh, no. And she's like, I don't know. It says you have a package coming from Eric. I was like, oh, that's my comics. <laughs> Those are my yoga pants. That's right. No, it's my comic. So uh, yeah. so the morning that I'm getting my delivery, she gets a text that a package is on the way. So I know when the comics, you know what I mean? I like that. Mm-hmm. But, that's uh, like yours. And has she started to call uh, Kawabunga your new girlfriend? <laughs> no. Like, oh, is that a text from your new girlfriend? And you're no, like, yeah. No, 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 no. But, uh, oh, snap. I didn't even do FOC tonight. Oh, well. Oh, well, let's go through it. Come I on. Uh, Come on. Pull it out. Did I download it? Let's see. What's today? I don't even know if I downloaded it. Holy smokes. Um, and the, well, the, welcome to to Greek bunch. <laughs> welcome to FOC. Uh, let's see, man. Proton Mail did like an upgrade. It's really nice. All right, FOC. Download oh, FOC. Yeah. Let's see. What's, I like this. This is live, people. Let's see what's on this FOC list. Um, I have to have this in by like six o'clock. Uh oh, missed that <laughs> deadline. So that's like four hours ago. Oops. Uh, let's see here if there's anything that I didn't order that I wanted to order. I don't think so. Hmm. Um, oh, did I order the variants? Yeah, I did order the variants. Okay. Uh, that's like the new Jessica Jones book. Um, oh, I thought you were talking variant covers. No, 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 no. The variants is the name of the book. Oh, okay. That's not going to be confusing. Oh, Aerosmith. Crap. I don't think I ordered that. Dang. Well, Joe snap. Perry, Joe Perry, and Steven Tyler are doing their own that Not comic book. Aerosmith. What Arrow. is that by? Is that by Todd McFarlane? Aerosmith. No, isn't it? Uh, He's like, Busiek? I did the action figures. Isn't it Busiek? Hang on. Yeah, it is. It is it's right. Busiek. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was just teasing. You teasing? No. Maybe it's just you. It's funny though, because if I type in Aerosmith. In yeah, box. It it gives me the band. I so want to sing Aerosmith right now, but I've been curtailed by the white. No, I was gonna do back in the saddle again uh, yes. for the listeners out there. <laughs> Good. That's classic. More recent Aerosmith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if I have this. Uh oh. That's so funny. the The last issue is is like FOC this week, and I just now realized that this was like a cliffhanger book from like twenty years ago. Yeah. Well, isn't that something? Yeah, they never finished it. Oh, is that what it is? I believe so. Oh, cliffhanger! That was a good imprint. Mm-hmm. It had a uh, crimson. Not as good as America's Best Comics, but it's right there. Oh, America's Best Comics. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Crimson. No, that was good. The Vampire Book. And then Battle Chasers. We talked about Battle Chasers because I was playing that oh, video yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That video game is the bomb, dude. Is it? I still have to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's like it's an RPG. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it's very cool. What else was 
cliffhanger. I don't know if I have all this stuff. I'm gonna need to go and do like a my comic shop order. Oh man, welcome to Nerdy Legion. We're doing everything. We're doing FOC. You're ordering comic books. Wait, man, what, what is all good. this stuff? Um, what is this? Steampunk. Do I have that? You know what I need? I need like a database. That's what I need. Yeah. Epic You're the king of spreadsheets. How how did you not set up a, your own database? I don't understand. Listen, I need to like I need to do that. I need to do yes. That. So because you know I I have a spreadsheet for Batman books. Um, which by the way, DC Comics. Please. Yeah. There's so many Batman comics. <laughs> Yeah, but you're getting chip on Batman, so let's not I let's know. not be too hasty. Did you see that trailer I put on on the twitters? Yes. Oh man, let me tell you. Let's fir- not be too hasty. At first, I said, "Oh God, my wallet." Um, because like, <laughs> ouch! <laughs> I want all the variants too. Ouch! Because <laughs> um, uh, me again, easy. Well, because if you, when you look at the trailer, it's titled like Batman Failsafe, mm-hmm. right? Which I guess Failsafe is the name of the arc. But I was like, Batman failsafe, another Batman comic. God damn it! Because uh, like, let, let me pull up. I'm a, while I talk, I'm gonna pull up the uh, May the May order. Um, where is it? Here it is. All right, let's see. Batman. Let's take the comics. Dark Crisis. Uh, I could have sworn there was more. Batman White Knight presents Red Hood. Batman Curse of the White. Oh, did I order that? Oh shit! Uh oh, I didn't order that. There's a oh no cover of that. I need to get that. Uh, yeah. Batman was Superman World's Finest. Uh, I guess one there were more Batman books. Batman Beyond. Oh, the other it is Batman Beyond New Year, Batman Fortress, Batman Killing Time, Batman the Night, Batman Urban Legends, uh, Future State Gotham, I Am Batman. I feel like there's more. This is all in a month? Yes. And are you just listing off floppies? Yes. I know you threw one trade in there. No, these are all like miniseries and stuff. This is this isn't even because I I'm sure there's probably twice as many trades that are coming out that month of Batman strictly Batman. Um, no, there's not that many. I'm just saying with reissues and stuff like Jesus, they are going to the Batwell. Mm. Anyway, so I saw this trailer. I was like, ah, yes, another Batman book, and I said, oh no, not another Batman book. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't give a crap. I'm gonna buy it anyway. So. Batman failsafe, and so I started watching it, and I was like, Chip Zdarsky, and I was like, wait a second, is he doing the ongoing and the miniseries? I'm in! But uh, it turns out it was just like the, the, the trailer for him taking over the book, uh, and it looks awesome. That that art is dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That art is dope. Uh, anyways, lots, lots of Batman books. Lots of Batman books. Uh, but it is what it is. So, so what I need is to create a spreadsheet for all the other stuff that I'm ordering. Um, cause again, like, there's stuff that I'm getting, like, every month. Uh, that's not Batman. Um, mm-hmm. so I need a spreadsheet. Like, I need to make a spreadsheet for Spawn. I haven't even done that yet. You know how many oh, Spawn no. books I have? Oh, I know. I'm like, I can't even move out of my chair right now. I'm just surrounded by Spawn comics. <laughs> I'm going to have to start calling you Myers Jr. <laughs> over there. I love it. You know that picture that I put on Twitter of him, like, stranded in his basement, surrounded by comic boxes? Yes. Uh, I feel like that's me right now. Except it's just, like, piles of comics. They're not even in boxes yet. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I'm trying to decide what boxes to get. I was going to get some of those nice ones that have, like, the flip lid on them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't done so yet. Because I was like, yes, I'm going to get these. And I go and I try to order them. And I'm like, oh, but there's so many options. And then I order none of them. Oh, no. Yeah. I know I don't want I don't want just like white boxes, though. 
Um, it's the choice paralysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Dennis yelled at me because I said I was going to order short boxes. He's like, you got to order long boxes. Uh, listen, I'm getting old, man. I don't want to move long boxes around. Yeah, why is he so on short boxes? <laughs> I don't know. I guess because you can fit more comics in a long box. But uh, I mean, he ha- he has some strength and muscles, I guess. I mean, I so, guess. Yeah. Not me. I've just perfected right. my mind. My body is irrelevant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, Your body's just a shell. That's right. My body's just a shell. It's like, exactly. It's like a Dairy Queen dipped cone. Like the mind is the cone and the ice cream. Your body's just that little like butterscotch shell that's around it. That's it. Listen, this. I'm going to give you a long-winded story to create an analogy here. I, am, I love it. I am like Leto Atreides. Okay, so for those of you that have read Dune, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, do you know who Leto Atreides is? I don't recall. Okay. No. So Leto is Paul's son. Okay. So Paul is mm. like the main character in like the the first two books and then like the mini series and stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Whoever plays him in the new one, the, the kid with the long hair. Um, that's Paul. So Paul's only in the first two books, right? After that, it's like about his son Leto. Uh, Leto the second. Leto is only a shell of a man because. Uh, very early on in his life, when he was like nine or ten years old, he uh, he merges with the sand trout, which are like the baby versions of sandworms. And so he's like a sandworm human hybrid. Uh, hmm. And as a result, like he lives extremely long. So he's like emperor of the known universe for like 3000 years. Uh, and he's like evolving over this time because the sand trout take like forever to become sandworms. Um, so he's like a, basically like a T-Rex version of a sandworm where he's like a giant sandworm, but he's got like a human head and like little T-Rex arms. So he's like a shell of a man, but very powerful because he has prescience. He's got, he's got the full access to other memory. Uh, So you're saying you're a sand trout right now. What I'm saying is, um, I'm reading a lot of comics, but I'm also reading Dune right now. Wow. Yes. Good God. How do you split the time? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm reading Dune right now, and it's amazing. That's why if you go on my Twitter, my avatar is uh, is the Muad'Dib, uh, and my, my little banner image is an image of uh, the sands of Arrakis. Uh, yes. I'm having a great time reading Dune. Good God. It's amazing. I'm reading some crime noir in between my comic books, and I thought that was like, whoa, what am I doing? Oh, here? are you? Like, Jeez. what are you reading? Uh, Jason Starr's book that's coming out. I got a pre-release copy. Well, <laughs> look at you. Aren't we right. fancy? That's right. Sometimes you connect. Sometimes you connect with the right people. Oh, very interesting. Uh Uh, Well, you know, you know, who's a bigger noir boy? That's this guy right here. That's true. Who brought up Charles Williford Cockfighter in the first year of Nerdy Legion? This guy right here. You did. You did. Who else would be a big noir guy aside from you? Maybe like Dennis and Jay. I don't know like anybody else that is. Yeah, I'd give I'd give both of those boys their due there for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so comics, how's that going? Listen, I haven't read all of them. It's too many. Wow, really? It's too many. I know. Okay. Listen. Now, listen. I need to know, are you reading by the order that they're coming in, meaning I'm just going to stick with February right now, or are you picking and choosing your titles and staying completely current on those 
And then some are going to slide for three or four issues when you finally get around to them. Uh, the second part, yes. Okay, yes. so you're mooding it. You're mooding it a little. I'm, I'm always mooding it. Okay. Okay, so when, when my books come in, I always read Moon Knight. Ooh, and I always something. read Batman. Okay. And then I look through the covers and I'm like, oh yeah, I should read this. Um, and then some things I'm like, I'm going to wait. Like, uh, what's the thing going on right now? Shadow War? Shadow War. Uh, it's like the crossover thing. It's like Batman, Deathstroke, and something else. Robin something. Um, I'm holding off on that. That sounds interesting. Like, I was going to read Shadow War Alpha today and I was like, I can't read this. I don't have all the issues yet. Um, so, so I read Dune instead. Oh, very smart. See how that goes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. So, so I go through. Oh, you know what? I did read. I read Wolverine. Is Dash. it is it physical Dune? Physical copy of Dune or digital copy of Dune? No, I ordered all the books. Okay. Yes. Just curious. And you know what's weird too? I ordered all the books, and I was like, ah, oh, I should have just like bought a Kindle and done it that way. Um, but then I got like, what, what, what was it that you said earlier? Like the reverse FOMO. Um, mm-hmm. like I, I went on there and I was like, oh, I'm gonna buy a Kindle, and then I saw there's like three thousand models of Kindles, and I'm like, yeah, that isn't too confusing, right? So I'm like, eh, I'll just order the books, right, right. Uh, so, I get it. So that's what I did. Nice, uh, dude. Like I'm super into it right now. Like I've watched Dune since the last time we talked. I think I've seen Dune the movie like four times. Dang. Yeah. Dang. I'm very into and it. How many, and how many times have you seen the Moon Knight TV series? Just the once. Okay, gotcha. Because it's not that good. It's the first series that I've actually pootered out on. Oh, you didn't finish it? No, oh. I'm, up to, I'm up to episode four, and I don't feel like I need to go on. Mm, four is when they're, like, in the sanctuary, right? Like, all the gods get together or whatever? Yes. Yeah, that, yes. that was, like, uh Mm-hmm. Uh, five's pretty good. Okay. Uh, six is pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. I uh, I talked to DJ gotcha. about that. I don't even know if we're gonna get another series, but who cares? Like it was fun. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, Be happy with what you got. Exactly. Maybe they learned their lesson, and then when they reboot uh, Blade, then uh, Moon Knight will show up. That sounds great. And see, that, I like that. That's how they can bring Morbius into the universe. See, see, see. Yeah, isn't he getting a sequel? Oh, Morbius is. That's what I thought. Oh, interesting. Thought that was announced today. Oh, listen, I don't read the news. Is that a fact, or are you just making this up? Let's find out. I saw Morbius. Saw 2. something about it. Morbius Two is not real, and it is not Morbin time. Oh, Force Magazine! What a pun! Boom. Oh, this weekend you may have seen a post going viral on Twitter that no doubt made its way to Instagram and TikTok, suggesting Mor- Morbius Two had been greenlit. This is a fake. And if you press for two seconds, Sony greenlighting a Morbius for distribution of both pair. Oh, fucking ads. Uh, for the <laughs> both Paramount Plus and Disney Plus makes next to no sense. And the article says it's a review. And as a. Okay, cool. So you got wrecked, Nick. It's fake. Or I half read it. Oh, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't really. That's what everybody does. Here, here nor there, it's one of those, even if it got greenlit, when are we going to see it? Two years? Yeah, let's keep that off my radar. My brain can only hold so much information, and that information, not that necessary. Hey, did you watch Morbius? Not yet. Oh, well, shame. I know. I want to. All right. I'm going to give you my non-spoiler review. Ooh. I watched it, and as a matter of fact, I was like, I'm just going to buy this movie. Yes. So I bought it, and I watched it, and I was pretty entertained. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, now, get without spoiling, rank, don't, well, I guess don't rank it, but... 
What would you compare it to quality-wise? Blade 1, Blade 2, Blade Trinity. Blade Trinity. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yes. Uh, so not not a great movie, but it was fun. Right. Uh, had good effects. I like the whole, like, shadow morphing thing. Like, you know, the, the thing, like, I guess it was like sound waves. Right? Oh, like bat sonar, that type of thing? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know that spawn thing where, like, the cape looks like a shadow following him? Yes. In the cartoon? The anime, oh, excuse mm-hmm. me, the animated series? Uh, it, yeah. It's kind of like that, except it's like, you know, colors. <laughs> I don't know, man. Gotcha. I can't explain gotcha. it. It was well done. And then, like, uh, you know, like, the main characters are there. Um, like, Stroud and his fiance And mm-hmm. um, Milo is... Uh, and the comics is not named Milo. I can't remember his name. Uh, but it was like his his best friend growing up in Greece or whatever. Uh, so like they're all there. Um, the villain was like, meh, they could have picked a better villain. Because uh, he was basically just like, he's just playing like a vampire Doctor Who. And I'm like, eh, all right. That's cool. Uh, but other than that, I had a fun time. And how was the after credit scenes? I could have done without him. Oh, dang it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's two. One, I was like, yeah, I expected that. Like, it was telegraphed at the end of the movie. Um, So I expected the first one. And then the second one, uh, oh, wait, I guess that's, like, technically three then. Yeah, because one's, like, right after, there's, like, a credit, and then it happens, and then there's the credits, and then you have the one scene when a character shows up. And I was like, that's effing random. Like, you know, like, you know how, like, post-credit scenes set up the next movie, right? Yeah. Like, I saw this, and I was like, okay, like, that's where you're going to go for the next one, I guess. But, like, how did this happen, right? Because, um, mm. remember, I haven't seen No Way Home yet. Oh, shame on you. Okay. So, maybe if I saw No Way Home, then I would understand better. But I didn't see No Way mm. Home. So, I was like, okay, that's cool. And then, like, there's a second one, and he shows up again. Uh, and I'm like, okay, like, this is what they're going to do, I guess. Uh, or maybe, like, some kind of other movie based on this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was fine. Like, it was cool. I don't know. Gotcha. I, I would have, you know what I would have done for a post credit scene? I would have had Blade show up. Ooh. That's what I would have done. That sounds good. Because, uh, you know, Morbius is the vampire that turned Blade into Blade. So. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been perfect. Like, even if you I like have it. an actor for Blade, right? Just, like, do, like, a Blade in the Shadows kind of thing. Yeah, shadowy figure. Yeah, a shadowy figure. That, like, it's obviously Blade. I mean, if it if it was right. if it was just like Wesley Snipes, okay, not playing Blade, but just like playing like the Stanley character, that would have been dope. <laughs> sure, you know what I mean. That in a in a spacesuit. Yeah, who cares? Whatever. Yeah, he's right. he's chilling on the moon with the Watcher. That's fine. <laughs> exactly. That's fine. You know, do that. Exactly. But uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, six out of ten because I don't do sevens. Um, it was good. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, I was debating on that. Like, I was scrolling through, like, new to rent. And I saw that, but then I was drawn to Licorice Pizza. And I went Licorice Pizza. Oh, how was that? Oh, buddy, it's Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, I know. You don't need to say much more. <laughs> Fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah? Yeah, of course. I mean, he does no wrong, so. I mean, I guess. Hey, to each their own, but 
that's my that's my flavor of the day right I, there. I think if like if Heather wants to watch it one day, I'll watch it with her. Sure. Uh, but like it's not my thing. But you also have to sort you know going into it what it what that's gonna what a Paul Thomas Anderson movie's gonna be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you better be in the right mood. Because it ain't going to satisfy every mood. <laughs> but I will say I did watch Drive My Car uh-huh. on the HBOs. That, I was happy to see that get all the recognition during award season. Yeah. Because that's a movie that is not for everyone because it's completely subtitled. Mm. But it's like a tone poem. It's absolutely beautiful and stirring and like... It's a movie pretty much based in grief. Yeah. Like, it isn't for everyone. I mean, right off the bat, it is, like, fast Japanese, so subtitles are going by real quick, so you better be a quick read. Mm. Or you're going to be completely missing the action that's above. But the action above is just pretty much dialogue, people talking. Interesting. But what other movie do you have references to, like, they're doing, like, an Anton Chekhov play oh. or a Beckett play. Like, it's some heady stuff. But it's one of those, like, hey, guess what? Plenty of movies out there like Maverick. Not a lot of movies out there like Drive My Car. Sure. You know, it's it's one of those, like, when you see a cool, like, Korean, like, horror film. Like, that's a voice that you don't get to see all that often. Yeah. Like, that's how I sort of felt. Like, oh, man, so good. <laughs> but instead of watching Morbius, I, I started uh, Barry. Oh, we started Barry also. Oh, look at us. Wow, what a coincidence. How far did you get? Um, Starting season two, probably tomorrow. Oh, wow, you're, you're much farther. We're on episode yeah. five. Nice. Yeah, nice. we're enjoying it, man. It's pretty funny. Yeah, same same here. And Julie, the cruise director, because there's a couple bits of violence in season one. Yeah. But I think, well, you haven't gotten to one part. Uh, but I think that he, they cut away from the violence perfectly. So that doesn't affect her. Yeah. And there's always comedy right after it. Mm. So it completely, like, distills, like, Oh wow, that was a guy with a power tool doing something to another per. Oh, okay, I guess I just missed that. Like, you instantly forget. Gotcha. But very smart, very well written, and Henry Winkler is a national treasure. Hilarious. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. If you're not following Henry Winkler on Twitter, and you are missing the biggest smile of happiness because he's a big fly fisherman. Mm. Whenever he's holding up a freaking fish that he just caught fly fishing, the complete look of joy on his face. This coming from a person who's never had a child. So I've never had a look that prideful or that like happy ever in my life. But that's Henry Winkler with every fish he's holding. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, oh my God, how do you not love that guy? Are you kidding me? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my favorite character on there is uh, Noho. Um, God, he's so awesome. He's hilarious. He was uh, Doctor S- uh, Mr. Zass in Gotham. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is the first time I actually want to watch Gotham now. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, we were we were watching it, and I was like, oh my God, Mr. Zass. And she's like, 
who's my, Heather said who who's that? So I was like, oh, he's a Batman villain. He was in he was the actor that played him in Gotham, the, the TV show. Wow. Um, I was like, I didn't realize that. Like, I guess he's got Propecia. Um, yeah. I didn't realize that. I was like, ah, he's, that's why he's perfect for Mister Zass. <laughs> you're like, it just looked like really good makeup. Yeah, I thought it was just like you know he shaved his head or whatever and his face and I've uh, got a bunch of fake tattoos. No, that's actually what he looks like, and he is uh, freaking hilarious in this show. <laughs> yeah, he's a gem. Uh, yeah, Barry's really good. I'm glad that uh, that I started watching it. I think I only picked it up because maybe you had mentioned it, or I know Aaron talks about it all the time on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like out of things to watch. Like we always watch something together at dinner time, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, how about we watch Barry?" Because you know my wife likes uh, what's his name, Bill oh, Hader. Bill Hader, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Let's try this." And uh, yeah, so far so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's not like, so fun. I don't and it's nice that it's a half hour. Yeah, you're in, you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In and out. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, I watched that. I watched. Uh, I watched the movie that I've been like unsure if I wanted to watch. Ooh, new movie. Yes. Where Where is it streaming? Uh, I don't know. I bought it. Okay, so it's like a rentable type movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, uh, you know I love me some zombies. Uh-huh. Yes, you do. So I was looking for a zombie movie, uh, and then I, I came upon Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh my gosh! And how was that? So it like it popped up on my Apple TV when it first came out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe like it was still in theaters because it was like twenty bucks, and I was like, I'm not paying twenty bucks for this, right? Like it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't look that good. Hey, makers of the film, I'm not gonna pay twenty dollars for this. Do you realize it's Resident Evil? <laughs> <laughs> actually to be honest with you i heard one guy on a podcast and one of my buddies both separately say it's one of the few movies both of them at different times different states both of them have actually walked out of that film <laughs> and it was and both of them were pretty much like that's not my resident evil <laughs> I was like, oh, brother, come on. That's hilarious. You know how many times I could easily say that's not my Spider-Man, but it's like, I don't, I don't hold anything that coveted. Come on. So wait, so, so that they also walk out of like the seven uh, Mila Djokovic Resident Evil movies? Exactly. Like how great are, like, okay, Nemesis is cool. Okay, I'll give you that. But beyond that, it's like, how tied down to Resident Evil video game is any of those movies? Right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. But so funny to hear. I, I love that you're like $20. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I saw it. I was like, $20? I'm not well, I'm not buying it for 20 bucks. I'll wait. So uh, so I waited, right? And then, like, it came back up, and it was like $15 or rent for 6 And I was like, eh, I don't want to rent for 6 You know That's I mean? almost, that's like people, paranoid people that are like, my phone's listening to me because I was just talking about Resident Evil and then an ad for Resident Evil came up in my Facebook timeline. Right. Like, that's exactly like that. Right. Like, hey, you just scrolled over us. Remember, it said $20. Hey, 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 $5 off, $15. Martin, Martin, <laughs> we're going to have a sale, nine ninety nine. You just scrolled over again, nine ninety nine. Oh, wait, just you wait. 
So 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 it was fourteen ninety nine to buy, yeah. uh, something like that, and then like five ninety nine to rent. And I was like, all right, like fifteen bucks to buy it. That's not like terrible, right? Uh, but like, uh, so I watched the trailer again, and I'm like, oh man, I just don't know <laughs> if like this will be worth my fifteen dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> so and I was like six dollars to rent. Like that seems too much, right? I love that you watched the trailer again. <laughs> <laughs> like. All right, I just watched you a week ago. Let me watch this again because maybe it got better. Maybe, but it didn't. So I was maybe. like, eh, I'll just wait. And so, like, I'm going through Apple TV and I'm like, I, I want to watch, like, something with zombies or, like, a horror movie. Uh, yeah. And I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. By the way, we got to talk about these bundles, but that, that's a separate conversation. Please do. Um, and then, like, Resident Evil showed back up and I was like, oh, there it is. So I click on it, <laughs> $8.99. Ah, there we now that's a sweet that's spot. A sweet and that's spot. to is that to rent or to own? To own. Dude. Under ten dollars to own? Yeah, that's all day. I will buy any movie for less than ten dollars. Yes. That that sold and sold. Sold and sold. So I was like, perfect. Eight ninety nine. I will I can watch it as many times as I want. <laughs> Raccoon City, you had me at eight ninety nine. That's right. So so I bought it. Eight ninety nine. Uh and I watched it. And it wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know when people are lying that you can hear their voice go up three octaves? You just did that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Hey, hey. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, look, I, wasn't that bad. I recognized a lot of people. Um, the, sure. The girl that plays Claire um, was in, um, oh, God, what's that series of books? The Maze Runner. Oh, okay. Um, that they did into like a movie trilogy. I don't know, ten years ago. Um, which the first one was pretty good. The, the other two were like, eh. it's like one of these like young adult like post apocalyptic thing that like, like was super popular in, like Hunger Games era, right? Like, po- well, yeah. post Hunger Games. Oh, for sure. Um, everyone's like, oh, let's just adopt young adult fiction because they're, they're watching yeah, it was, them. It was a bandwagon jumper for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it was fine. Maze Runner. Go yeah, wa- go watch it if you sure. haven't seen it. It's fine. Um, so she was one of the characters in that. Uh, she plays clear, like well, kind of a weird, like choice for clear, but like, I guess it's fine. Um, yeah. who else is on there? Robbie Amell is in it. Oh, okay. He played- did Robbie Amell pop off his shirt. Cause you know, yeah. after Arrow, all he wants to do is throw his shirt off. Mm-hmm. It was no shirt popping. Was he, uh, what's his name? Chris, Chris Redfield. Oh, yep. did he have the like feathered hair that he kept throwing back over his face? Eh, kind of ish. There you go. Uh, Was he moody and, and emo-y? Oh, yes. Ah, that's the Chris we love. Oh, yes. Uh, Tom Hopper from um, uh, Umbrella Academy. Luther? You know what? I got really excited because I, I swear to God, I half heard Toby Hooper. Toby. And I was like, Toby Hooper? The director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha. what is he doing in Resident Evil? No, no, no. Tom Hopper. Okay. He was uh, he was Luther in the Umbrella Academy. Uh, he plays uh, Wesker. Interesting. Uh, like this is like pre-evil Wesker. Okay. 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 So still part of Umbrella. Uh, yes, still part of Umbrella, but like mm. he's he's a cop in Raccoon City. There you go. They're they're all cops in Raccoon City except for Claire. Like she's a journalist and she comes back to Raccoon because she's got like this recurring nightmare. Yes. Um, don't know what. Don't know where that's from. Don't know. <laughs> don't know how she's doing. But of course, of sure. Course, yes. Uh, who else? 
did I recognize on here? Uh, oh, oh, uh, the guy that plays Leon is, um, I can't remember the actor's name. Did you watch the Zombie Land 2? I never watched the Zombie Land. What? Listen, I know. Zoe and I just rewatched Zombie Land 1 and 2 because it's like her favorite thing right now. Well, you know she's a stronger person than I am. I know, I know. Come on. Zombie Land, man, it's a comedy. Sure it is. They killed Bill Murray in the first movie. I mean, come on. You gotta love it. Great. That Jesse Eisenberg. He's awesome. Listen, Bill Murray in Zombieland, greatest cameo of the 21st century. Okay? All right, anyways. So the kid that plays, like, the hippie in Zombieland 2 is Leon. Um, mm. And, like, he hasn't changed. So he's got, like, the hippie mustache and, like, the hippie long hair. Uh, and sure. I, I, don't, I don't know. Whatever. Like, it was fine. Um so, like, I'm watching it, and look, I haven't played a Resident Evil game in a while. Well, not true. I played Resident Evil, whatever that is, on the Oculus Quest. Yeah, Resident VR or whatever yeah, it is. Let me tell you, I nearly threw up. Yeah, um, makes sense. Yeah, so I had to change it to, like, the teleport movement. Yeah, which you sucks. aim and then you jump. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Like, it's so much better, like, if you do the walking yeah, free roam. Yeah. Like, Heather had no issue with the walking. Like, she was fine. Huh? I did it for, like, ten seconds, and I had to sit down. Some people are like that. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, Can I just say, when you said the hit, uh, somebody played the boy, uh-huh. and I'm thinking of the video game, so now I need to know if this character is there, because you disappointed me by saying hippie boy. <laughs> Resident Evil 4. Uh-huh. Is there the weird... Small person child from Resident Evil 4. Remember, it, he was like the prince that was like stunted in growth. He was like an old, dirty old man, but he looked like he was eight years old. Oh, no, 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 no. Like that creepy child man. No, 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 no. Okay, because I was going to say, if that's the case, I'm going to go and buy this stupid movie for eight ninety nine. <laughs> I'll be watching that tonight. Oh, uh... Oh, that's my Resident Evil. That that's who I was missing. Uh, the the doctor that like creates the the T virus. Yeah, uh, is uh, Neil Mc, uh, McDonough. He played Dum uh, Dum Duger in Captain America. Oh, neat. Yeah, there's a lot of people in that, right? Yeah. Let me tell you, it was like watching the CW version of Resident Evil. Well, everyone that you described is pretty good looking. Yeah, it was all a bunch of pretty people, like. Not a whole lot spent on special effects, I don't think. Sure. Um, or acting classes. Or, but or acting classes. But you know what? I enjoyed the movie. Like there you go. Uh, like I said, I haven't like I don't remember playing a full Resident Evil game in, in many years. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like watching this movie, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this from the games. I remember this from the games. We're like watching nice. the the Mila Jovovich ones. I n- never had that. No, they were pretty self. Contained. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you'd see Nemesis and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that dude always nice. chasing. That he never left. You couldn't kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, in that movie, Nemesis was Chris, right? Don't they talk Chris into the Nemesis? That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, because there's that one, I can't remember which movie it is, when, like, they, they, get a, they escape out of Umbrella and they're going to, like, steal the helicopter, but, like... Wesker and everybody knows that they're coming, so, like, they're waiting on him. And then the nemesis shows up, and Claire's like, oh, Chris, what have they done to you? And then, like, nemesis, mm-hmm. nemesis like, starts, like, machine-gunning all the Umbrella soldiers down. 
Uh, anyway, so in this movie, the, the 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 doctor that makes the T virus is like the nemesis, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, like it was it was it was a fun movie, man. Like people take things too seriously, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, for sure. Listen, for eight ninety nine, I'm gonna watch it again. Okay. There you go. Not right now. I'm too busy with Dune. But uh, I just love that we don't ever we don't ever try to connect up this stuff. Because I, I always thought this was funny, so I'm going to throw it out since it just happened right here, mm. and it's not a Google Doc. Mm. Uh-huh. I talk about licorice pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yep. You talk about Mila Jovovich, Resident Evil, P.T. Anderson. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> which is pretty, and I'm sure there were plenty of people that went to the first Resident Evil and was like, this isn't Paul Thomas Anderson, but they got tricked by P.T. Anderson. That's right. You know, it's funny that you cool. say that. I'm 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 on IMDb right now, and he mm-hmm. he was one of the executive producers. Really? Yeah. But he didn't direct it. Nope. Produced that's by probably Paul why Mila wasn't in it. That, well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, written and directed by Johannes Roberts. What what has this person done? I was gonna say, what is his IMDb? Uh, forty seven meters down. Forty seven meters like, down. That sounds like a, a movie you should be watching. That's like that. That's, sh- that's that shark movie. That, yeah, it sounds like something you should be watching. Uh, I should watch that. I think Heather watched yeah, that. She liked it. That's in your wheelhouse. Dark Hunters. I don't know what that is. Oh, that sounds promising. I mean, I like darkness and I like hunters. Maybe he's your guy. He might be. Maybe my he's guy. your new. Yeah, maybe he's your new guy. What, what is this about? <laughs> Charles Jackson is about to find out. Oh, wait. They say the only thing you can depend upon in life is death. Charles Jackson is about to find out that's not true. Dying is a tricky process that mistakes get made. How many ghost stories have you heard over the years? And what is a ghost but a mistake of death? An unclaimed soul forgotten by God. <gasps> I gotta watch this. What is that? Is this? Are you reading off of IMDb? Yeah, Dark Hunters. Like, that sounds like a press release. Dark Hunters creates a world of demons and angels that will take you beyond your imagination. Yeah, how do you not want to see that? Where's that at? I mean, there's no synopsis, so I had to get this from, like, a review summary, I guess. What the hell's AWP? AWP? Is that the reviewer? He wrote the summary. I don't know. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Raccoon City. Hello. It was fun. Watch it. Dark Hunters, you said. Yeah, Dark Hunters. Wow, because I'm on I'm on the my site to see if it's streaming. Yeah, and it's not even coming up. This looks like a college project. But you know what did come up? Hmm. Dark City. Oh, I love Dark City. I know. I put we t- how many times? I would say that's probably other than comic book characters. That's probably the number one film we've discussed in our time. Listen, Dark Dark City came out. Let me think. So the Matrix came out in ninety nine. So Dark City came out in ninety eight. You're right. Yeah, you're uh, absolutely right. Let me tell you, I've seen Dark City many a time over the the years. Um, I'm sure I've seen it at least once a year since it came out, and that movie never gets old. I would say it's my most bought film. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Because um, hmm. it's one of those like, oh, I got it on Laserdisc. Oh no, the DVD has. An extra blah, blah, blah. I'll get it on DVD. Of course. Oh, the Blu-ray. Ooh, got to have it on Blu-ray. Of course. Sucker, sucker, sucker. They should remake Dark City. Why? How could that be improved if it's remade? That's true. They should remaster Dark City. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I'll take a 4K version of it. Oh, there you go. Is there a 4K? Or an extended cut. I'll do an extended cut, but how is that... Honestly, how how could you improve on it? 
let's there's see. not fat on it there's not like a scene where you're like that goes on a little too long that's right dark city director's cut blu-ray that's not 4k no that's blu-ray yeah that's not 4k but what's a director's cut how long is that does, does it give you a runtime one hour and 51 minutes okay because the runtime on the normal film is 140 oh that's 10 minutes he's playing around with 11 minutes Ooh, this reviewer says, I like Dark City when it was in theaters, but the director's cut is much better. <gasps> oh, golly. Oh, my. My question to you, though, is why can't I stream that? Why is that version not available to stream? Listen, listen, we need to stop this right now. Where's DJ? Get him on the phone. Listen, stop this right now. Steven Siemens, I'm calling you out. Uh-oh. One-star review. What? A red hot mess from 22 years ago. How old is Steven Siemens? What is, what is, what's going on here? <sighs> Did you just make this review up? Is that what happened here? Mm-mm-mm. Did you make this review up just to get my blood pressure up? Oh, That's no. what I want. Oh, no. You go find the Dark City Director's Cut Blu-ray on Amazon, and you scroll down to the reviews, and Mr. Siemens has, uh, like, the fifth one down. You know what that, you, okay, you know what this reminds me of? Like, somebody complaining about Brazil. Like, Brazil's darn near perfect. Mm. And I get that some of the visual effects might look dated. Okay, like, fine. Sure, can some of Dark City's stuff look a little, yeah, could they improve that? But does George Lucas go back into the original trilogy and tweak that? Does that improve that? Don't know if it does. Mm. Don't know. Mm. Some people might disagree, but guess what? I'm not 17 years old. That's right. I can I can respect. Get, just give me Dark City. Dark Everyone, City. Stop. Listen, there's several movies that I think some people are just too dumb, and so it like it brings the score down. Okay, Dark City is one of those movies. Like uh, a Scan It Darkly. Have you ever seen that? Scan It Darkly. Yes. All right. That's another one. It's just like. Uh, uh oh what's that one that i really like that everyone bashes on uh existence um oh god is it room no god what's it called look existence all you should have to say is david cronenberg oh wait time out did you see his new movie i saw his trailer yeah, i haven't I seen the, the movie yet well, yeah, yes the of course it. right oh my god i watched that and i was like i need to see this I need this in my eyeball. And I showed it to Heather, and she's like, nope. And I was like, what are you talking about? You like that guy. What's that guy? Uh, oh, God, now I can't remember. Anyways, continue. Talk about, talk about Cronenberg. I cut you off. Have you ever seen uh, Cosmopolitan? No. I really want to see it because you know who's in it? Who? Bruce Wayne. What? Our, our Bruce Wayne. Really? Me and you, Bruce Wayne. Yes, Robert Patterson. Really? Uh-huh. And I, I've yet to see it. I just watched one of his movies. It's Except like, you know what it's included? What it's streaming on? What? Prime Prime Video, my friend. Oh. I'll see you there right after this show. Hello. Wait, hem, hang on. You said it's called what? Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. Came out in 2012. Pa- so that's when Sparkly Vampire uh, didn't want to be known just as a sparkly vampire. Wait, I think I'm spelling this wrong because if I type in Cosmopolitan, it gives me ads for Swiffer Jets. C O S M O P O L I S. Oh, uh, okay. 
Eric Pachter. Oh, I see it. Packer, a 28-year-old billionaire assist manager, mm-hmm. asset manager, heads out heads out in his tricked-out stretch limo while remotely wagering his company's massive fortune. His trip across the city quickly turns into a wild hypnotic odyssey as he encounters explosive city riots and a parade of visitors. Having started the day with everything, Packer's perfectly ordered doubt-free world is about to implode. How is that? Mm. Like, you read that. Like, remember the the previous movie where I was like, what is that, a PR thing? Mm. Like, you read this. This has even the tone of, like, yeah, that's got to be David Cronenberg. Yeah. Like, that just sounds like his story. <laughs> All right. I mean, the cast looks good. Robert Pattinson, Sarah Gaydon, I like her. Uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Mm, I need to watch this. He's always, in, he's always interesting. Like he, he pushes the audience in in great ways. Why wouldn't we want to see that? Oh my God! The Abinator, one star. What? The intro seemed to be where the most money was spent. I mean, reading the opening credits was way more fun than the rest of the movie. It's basically just cameras switching back and forth while while actors recite their lines. Uh, yeah, it's called a movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guess what? what uh, Dave, David Cronenberg sort of likes the process that an actor goes through. Yeah. So uh, sort of respect them. These people seem fun. Uh, I just cool. wish they would give their age or like you want to see their other reviews. Like I would love to be like I just want to see like oh obviously my taste and their taste don't match up at all. Mm. Okay, now I get it. I wonder sometimes. Like I mean I guess people just like aren't as into stuff as we are. You know what I mean? Where like if you say to me David Cronenberg, you don't need to say anything else. Just give me the name of the movie. Yeah. I'll go watch it, right? Right. But I bet some people are just like, oh, I love Robert Pattinson. He was great in Twilight. Let me go watch this new movie he's in called Cosmopolis. Mm-hmm. But they don't do, like, any any research about it. You know what I mean? I would say the happiest thing about finding uh, Cosmopolis is I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm. I didn't know that was out there. So that's like discovering a rare gem. I feel like... This has been presented to me somewhere because looking mm. looking at the cover art for this movie for the poster, mm-hmm. uh, I've seen this. You've seen the cover art, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think oh. it must have been shown to me before I realized how talented an actor Robert Pattinson is, mm. and so I skipped it because I was like, ah, the Twilight guy. Or maybe you didn't know it was a Cronenberg film. Well, see, so if it had said on the poster a David Cronenberg film, I would watch mm-hmm. it. But don't you think when this came out 10 years ago, your opinion of Sparkly Vampire was is completely different than what it is now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I'm trying to think. Because he, he did what? Horns? Didn't he do Horns? No. Horns was, um, oh, God. What's his name? Is it the dude that I always, like, interchange both of them? It's the guy that I always mistake from, from, from the Hobbit guy, but it's not him. Interesting. Wait, is it him? Because I think I switch them. Hang on. What, what's what's the Horns guy name? Hang on. I know. I got to look it up, too. Harry Potter. That's who it is. But see, I always switch them. For me, Patterson is in, instantly switched for the Harry Potter dude. Really? Yeah. In my head. And I wish I didn't do that because I love Daniel. I think Daniel Radcliffe's a darn good actor. And I think Patterson's a darn good actor, too. Huh. But 10 years ago, would I have ever said that? Probably not. Daniel Daniel Radcliffe has made some amazing. If you looked at his IMDb, IMDb, 
he's made some uh, crazy swerves in his acting career. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because sure. obviously he did not want to get pigeonholed as, you know, the magician dude. Except I just did it. So guess what? It didn't work, bro. <laughs> but I totally respect that. Like, and he's, and he's really, and no, I yeah, think he's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I always uh, conflate him with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Not uh, with um, Elijah Wood. Oh wow! Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Woman in and Black I'm, was good. I saw. I'm sure, that. Elijah Wood loves to hear that because he's what probably 15 years, 20 years older than both of them. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Uh, Woman in Black was good. Uh, I have Guns Akimbo on my uh, watch list. I haven't watched it yet. Mm. Um, what's the other one that I saw in here that I had seen? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, oh yeah, Victor Frankenstein. I saw that uh, in the jungle. The jungle was good. I'm not familiar with that one. With uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, he uh, he gets in, lost in the jungle. Makes sense. Good title for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting. Oh, that's funny. Based on the book called Lost in the Jungle. Perfect. Ah, there you go. Uh, yeah, 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 Robert Pattinson. So my oh, wait, where's he at? I, I thought it was Tenet, but there was something that I watched before Tenet that I was like, oh, this guy is actually a good actor. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, 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 The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. That, that's a good one. Yeah, The Lighthouse with, uh, what's his name? Willem Dafoe. Right. American yeah. Treasure, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, that's a winner. Yeah, it's good. Um, anyway, so. On Amazon Prime, I yes, believe. Yes. I think it's an Amazon movie. Yes, yes. It was like uh, yeah. they put it out in theaters so they can get like an Academy Award or whatever. Yeah, Robert Eggers. Yeah, one of those deals. Uh, yeah, Lighthouse. Who, who now is doing The Northman, by the way. I have to watch that. I've heard like conflicting things about The Northman, but I think. And I'm... he also did The Witch. Oh, I like The Witch. Oh, is that the. Yeah. Wait, The Northman guy is The Witch guy? Yes. Oh, I'm going to watch it then. I know. Robert Eggers is a good director, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, Tenet, that was great. Mm hmm. You know, I I am the Muad'Dib. I'm a smart guy. Okay, I've trained in the That's desert great. for many a year. Um, yes. I I didn't like Tenet the first time I watched it. Ooh. And then I rewatched it, and I was like, ah, oh, this is genius. But there was something that was tasty about the first watch that you're like, I need to go back and rewatch this. Yeah, I was like, what did I just watch? Yeah. Um, it's a lot. It is a lot. The first the first watch is a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's cool that it elicited a second watch for you. Oh, yeah. Second watch was awesome, dude. Like, yeah, I that's totally cool. got it the second time. Um, hmm, that's really cool when a movie can do that. Um, yes. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Go buy it for $8.99. God, that's so funny. <laughs> but it kept dropping in price. <laughs> and how, I mean, like, you knew it was going to happen, right? Because, like, well, it's still in theaters. It's going to be more. Right, And sure. now, now that it's not, like, whatever. You know what I mean? I hope they make another one. That's all I'll say. I think that's cool. Yeah. I'll watch it. Hmm. Why not? You keep hoping and praying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was always a bigger um, Silent Hill fan just for the design. Yeah. Like, the bizarre, like, creepy design aesthetic of it. The first one was but so good. does it look like we're going to be getting any new Silent Hill video game, much less a movie? Probably not. Yeah, what's up with that? It sounds like a Konami thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watched, man. I watched something else. It's been so long since we talked that I don't remember. I know. Give me, give me what you've been watching. Oh, let me tell you what I found out though. Because uh, you know, doing this whole Dune thing. Mm hmm. Um, 
I was like, oh, it's like so, I was listening to somebody. I think it was a podcast, and like they started talking about Dune. I was like, oh, how perfect! Like I'm I'm reading Dune right now. Um, they started talking oh. about Dune, and like it led to a foundation discussion, right? Um, and so, so after I'm done with Dune, I'm gonna reread like the whole Foundation series. Um, Dang. Yeah, but uh, but so I'm like researching stuff, or like I'm reading like the Wikipedia page, right, on Foundation. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading, I'm reading, and like you know, you go down. I don't know. Have you read down like Wikipedia rabbit holes? Oh, for sure. All right. So like I'm reading, I'm reading, clicking articles, going back, reading, reading, reading. And, Are you so far down that you're like, is any of is some of this a lie? Like, you know, anyone can put stuff into Wikipedia. Like, I've gone down so far that's like, is this just somebody's conjecture? Are they making this (laughs) up right now? So, no, but so I got to a fact, unquote, um, Mm -hmm. that I was like, there's no way this is true. But apparently it is true. Okay. Uh, Which led me to another rabbit hole. Um, So, I don't know if you know this, um, but, you know, Foundation is the same author as uh, the iRobot stuff. You remember that? The iRobot? Yeah. Okay. All right. As- Asimov? Asimov, yes. So, which I knew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've read the, the robot stuff, right? There's a lot of short stories in that, like, robot universe. And I've read, uh, not all, but a lot of the Foundation stuff. Um, I never read Empire, okay? Which is, like, the other universe that he set up. So I'm going, like, down these, like, Foundation rabbit holes. And... Oh, just to give, just to, like, tie a bow on it? Yeah. iRobot was Proyas. Yes. From Dark City. Yes. And if you want to remake a Proyas film, I, I Robot. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll accept that. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, God, yeah. That sounds good. So, all right, so I'm going down these rabbit holes. And then, like, I get to this thing where, like, it's comparing, like, it was like an essay. Like, comparing, like, the Robot Universe, the Empire Universe, and the Foundation Universe. And, like, how Asimov basically, like, combined the Robot Universe and the Empire Universe to when he wrote Foundation. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's really fascinating. So, like, I'm going through and, like, reading the synopses for the books in the Foundation series. And I get to mm-hmm. the last book. Um, I don't know if he knew this, but mm-hmm. apparently, uh, this is not planned, but, like, I guess when he got to the end, he's like, oh, might as well do this. Um, did you know that the Foundation books take place in the same uh, timeline, the same universe, as the robot books? What? Yeah, so apparently at the end of like the last foundation book. But who's the source of this stuff? Isaac Asimov. Like are you but I mean on Wikipedia. Oh no. They I'm... always like cite the sources. Is the source like his publishing company? The author was interviewed like oh, yeah, or yeah, is yeah. this just yeah, like oh. Mark Ferretti wrote this last week? No, no, no. There's like uh like quotes from Asimov and stuff. God, that's fascinating. So, oh my god, that's crazy. So, I mean, you, 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 I don't know if you've read the books, but you watch the show. Um, so you know how, like, they have foundation. There's, like, a second foundation mm-hmm. that, like, nobody knows where it is. Okay? So, like, the second foundation is a big thing in the books, right? Like, there's a book called Second Foundation. Um, anyway, so, like, there's, like, a struggle between foundation and the second foundation uh, throughout, like, the book series. And so, like, you get really far into the future in the Foundation universe. Um, and there's, like, this ragtag group that decides they're going to go find Earth. So there's a book called Foundation and Earth where they try to, like, get the answers to, like, this whole psychohistory thing that Foundation's mm-hmm. about. Um, and they, so they find Earth and they try to find answers there, but they don't find any, right? Because it's been, like, devastated uh, by war. And, of course, mm-hmm. it's been, like, thousands of years. Um, but then there's, like, a beacon on the moon. So they go to the moon. And there's, like, a moon base 
on the moon. Oh. Okay. Uh, and they go inside and there's a robot. Hmm. Okay. Daniel Oliva is the robot, uh, which like appears in like one of the first wow. short stories in the robot universe. He's like the first conscious robot ever created, right? In this universe. Wild. Um, and he has, he's lived like 20,000 years, right? That's how long has passed from the robot series to the end of foundation. And like, he's basically the one that like implants the idea of psychohistory into the foundation universe. Um, and like takes several different roles in, in the foundation universe. Like, um, the, the robot that the emperor has, that they has, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. what's her name? Not Gargamel. That's from, (laughs) that's. (laughs) Yes. That famous Gargamel from the Smurfs. Did you know Foundation and the Smurfs take place in the same universe? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Title of episode. Anyway, whatever her name is, it ends with L. The the lady that's a robot. Yeah, go on. Okay. So uh, in the books, it's a a male robot, not a female robot. Uh, But that's the same character. Like, Danielle is, like, that's one of his personas. Because he, like, implants himself in different situations to, like, guide the future of humanity. And so that's why, like, that's how this, like, idea of of, uh, psychohistory comes up. Um, It's, like, it's not an actual thing, but, like, he's making it happen because he, like, implants himself to, like, guide the evolution of humanity throughout, like, 20,000 years. How crazy is that? Wow. And and when he was writing both series, how, how much time real time was there in between each series oh interesting um or was he sort of juggling like sort of like stephen king i'll write one book over here and then i'll write like an addition to the dark tower and then i'll go back and then i'll write you know like five years later i'll write book two of the dark tower all right that type of so the naked sun which is the first novel that had this character in it is 1956 God, which still blows my mind. But okay, go ahead. Um, let's. See. I know it's crazy, right? I know. Jesus H. Uh, let's see. I mean, the first Foundation story came out. Oh, it was a series of short stories from forty-two to fifty. Okay. And then it was collected in fifty-one to fifty-three. Uh, let's see. And then he started writing the sequels in the eighties. Golly! So do you think he had this long play? Or did he just sort of want to like intertwine the books a little bit? I don't know, man. That's a good question. So God, you, that's fascinating. Foundation, Foundation and Earth came out in '86, so you know that's that's what thirty years, thirty-five years from isn't that crazy? To that? Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's so good. And even if he was like, I'm going to put this character in, you know, way past way past when he original, like even just to do that was really smart. Mm-hmm. Even if like. It's not like Stephen King taking, you know, Carrie mm. and putting her into an, you know, a book like 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just sort of like, eh, low hanging. Like, I would love to know, did the, did his robot books, were they uber popular? So he decided uh, to bring an uber popular character over into a new book. I mean, they were really popular, but I think the the Foundation series was the one that was like award winning, you know? It's just fascinating that. I mean, talk about a long play. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. And then for him, like, not for you to have conjecture on it, for him to be saying stuff in interviews, like, wow, that's some crazy confirmation. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, it was cool because I found uh, there was like an essay or something somebody wrote uh, talking about this character and like because you know his. Thing, I mean, that's some meta stuff I can get behind for like, sure. That that's awesome. So, so the robot thing had the the three laws, right? Like you know, you can't hurt humans, like the, those kind of laws. Yeah, parameters. Um, so I read something where like this guy went through like all the appearances of this character as like the the Daniel character, the robot, um, mm-hmm. like playing other characters. And like how how it violates the three laws in each time, and like how it doesn't. Um, wow! Yeah, it was really cool. It was very cool. God, that's so that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Not not as heavy and awesome as that, but just a quick update for you. Mm-hmm. I just started. Uh, Julie, the cruise director, and I just last night just started the last season of Voyager. Oh, dude! I I gotta say, this is probably so far. I didn't think anything would surpass Deep Space Nine because I absolutely love all the like political stuff that it got into. That's why like watching Battlestar Galactica brought me back to Deep Space Nine. Mm -hmm. Like not every and the bad thing with Deep Space Nine, it ends on like tons of war, Mm. which is just it got good. It's still like great character moments, but there was a lot of just like space battle BS. Yeah, where I would say the last two seasons and now starting on this season the great thing with voyager it's all like smart because we've talked about it before it's all smart sci-fi like there's rare battles sure but it's not overarching like the entire season is taken up with battles Mm -hmm. or war yep it is like oh we have an android doctor character well let's explore the android talking to its creator and how the creator would react to having this android who's gone beyond its programming. Yep. Like it's smart, like cool sci-fi. So I just wanted to let you know, like I am like 24 episodes, almost done with it. Excited to start the Scott Bakula, uh, Star Trek, but it's sort like Janeway is a baller. (laughs) And all, like, I love that this Star Trek, do I know how it ends? Like, even Julie, the cruise director, just yesterday was like, do you even know if they get home? (laughs) And I'm like, honestly, no, I don't. Mm. Like, the stuff I knew was like, yeah, a Borg's aboard the ship. Yeah, like, like I knew bits and pieces, like, tentpole stuff. Mm. But I don't know wraps up nor do i want to know at this point like it's exciting to go into the unknown i uh we were talking it, about it, it really feels like gene rod like gene roddenberry had this like we're gonna do smart sci-fi yeah like we're going to take what is being shown like on the news and we're gonna transform that into a science fiction story yep and that's what voyager it feels like they went back to like what did Gene Roddenberry actually want to do with this show? You know, here's what we're going to do. Because I, I want to talk about Star Trek for a second. Okay. But I think first we need to do our ad break. Sure. Yeah, bring right, it. Cool. Let, let's, let's do our ad break. From our new sponsor, we need to talk about your comics. Are they smooth or covered in bits of annoying fluff? These are my comics. See how they glisten in the light? Your comics can be like these, but you have to use the right tools for the job. Comics are delicate, sensitive, easy to damage. Someone's taking a chunk out of that one. That's why I use Cowabunga. It's got comic-safe technology with replaceable bags and boards so you can trim with confidence. I don't know if you know this, but the spreadsheets have a built-in LED light, so you can always see what you're doing. Lights, please. 
And what's more, it's got a wireless charging system and waterproof. You can even drop it in your pint. You wouldn't want to drink it, though. It's got pubes in it. Cowabunga is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. That's over 4 million comics. So why don't you join them and use the right tools for the job? Because when it comes to your comics, you don't want to muck about it. Go to nerdlegion.com slash cowabunga and check out the all-new Cowabunga to receive free shipping. None of that's true, by the way. Uh, when they go to nerdylegion.com slash cowabunga, is there a promo code that we should be using for this special offer, Martin Freddy? Promo code is balls. Yeah, all one word. One word. <laughs> okay. All right, very good. That's a sponsor. It's a Star Trek. Um, we were talking about getting Paramount Plus today, um, but I vehemently object. Oh, because you know CBS All Access and I have a long drawn out history. Yes, as uh, longtime listeners may remember. Yes, but uh, Reagan. So so Reagan graduated from high school on Friday. Right? Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I was when you texted me. That's that picture I sent you. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, All right. Uh, so she graduated high school, and after we got done, she's like, I need to go watch uh, Paranormal Activity, the Mark ones, because someone graduates in that movie and then dies. Oh. So we finally watched uh, Paranormal Activity, the Mark ones today, uh, but we couldn't find it, right? She's like, I don't know. I don't think I own it. So my wife is in the other room, and I was like, well, I'll just like buy the bundle, right? Because it's like $12, $13 for a movie, twelve ninety nine. Or you can right. get like all the movies for like forty four bucks. Mm-hmm. What a steal! Um, so I was gonna buy it, and then my wife comes in. She's like, "Oh no, don't buy it! Like I already own all of them, right?" Because Spring watches it all the time. Um, so she put it on, and uh, well, before she put it on, we're talk- she's like, "Oh, we should get." Par-. She's like, "Where can we see it?" I was like, "Paramount Plus." She's like, "Do I have Paramount Plus?" I was like, "I don't know. I don't have Paramount Plus." So I told her this whole <laughs> debacle that I had with CBS All Access. Um, yeah. and they're like. Yeah, we don't care. Whatever. We should get Paramount Plus. Um, so anyway. Are you still talking, Dad? Yeah, exactly. So we ended up not getting Paramount Plus. But you talking about Voyager, I'm thinking maybe we should get Paramount Plus. Because um, no. I have, like, you know, between all these comics and books and TV shows and movies, like, I have a lot on my plate. Um, but, like, I wouldn't mind at some point, like, watching, just doing, like, a month of Star Trek. Does that make sense? Okay. We're like, I don't know about all the Star Trek stuff, but I would like to rewatch Voyager because I never finished Voyager. Um, mm. I'd like to watch like all of Deep Space Nine, right? Because oh. I've only oh. seen like the first two seasons. Oh. Um, and I want to get caught up on like the new shows, you know, like th- there's a new one that just came out, like the CW Star Trek. Um, yeah. So like, I'd like to catch up on some of that stuff. But uh, yeah, Voyager was fun, man. What's what's the one with uh, Quantum Leap? That's the next one I'm going into with. Who is it? Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula, yeah. That didn't last yeah. long, right? What was that, like three seasons? Yeah, like Voyager and DS9 are like 160 or 70 episodes. Ooh. And Bakula is like 79 episodes. Hey, Voyager so I is think- that long? Yeah, both of them, I think, are seven, seven seasons. See, they're both seven seasons, but don't forget, this was before, like, syn- not syndicated. This was before the advent of, like, cable series that are 12 episodes mm-hmm. a season. Yeah. Each season is, like, 26 episodes. <laughs> oh, my. And they're a trudge to get through, dude. Oh, I bet. Not a trudge, I mean, but it just... If you're looking at that ticker of like, when's the next season? Let's go. And then you look and it's like, 
oh, we're on episode 19. Oh, we almost are done. And then you scroll down and like, ooh, 26. Oh, my God, we're two-thirds of the way done. Where it just feels like it should be done. I'm so used to like (laughs) that quick turnaround of like 10 episodes or 8 episodes, you're in, you're out. Isn't it so weird how the world has changed? Yeah, for sure. Like 22 episode seasons was like normal. Yeah. Now it's, and now like it's maybe 10. Now it's a commitment. Yeah. Like to do 26, it's like, you better buckle up because <laughs> you are not going to get out of this in a couple days. What is that? Is that just like there's just way too much stuff? Or do you think there's something else? Uh, I think it's a tension span probably. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I do, I mean, I hate to say it, when you're doing 26 episodes and they're hour long, they're like 52 minutes. Like that's how little commercials are in there. Mm. Oh, so it's like 52, yeah. Wow. It's like 52 minutes or somewhere, you know, 51 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still one of those, like, you're watching it, and if you didn't watch anything else, you ain't getting through that in a couple days. Mm. No way. You're not You're not busting that out in a weekend. Mm. Where you look at the, like, Netflix shows that you talk about, and it's like, you could sort of bust those out in a yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one sitting. Dang. Uh, man, I didn't realize it was that many episodes. That might take longer than a month. It might. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I can only tell you what I watched. <laughs> but no. they are good, smart sci-fi. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Huh. I, um... Did you see the, the trailer for the new Predator thing? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? You mean the Dan Trachtenberg is directed trailer? Yes. Get out of the house. The one and only totally rad show, Dan Trachtenberg, who also did Cloverfield Lane? Uh, yes, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. And you know that was my jam. Wait, he directed The Lost Symbol? What? And he also directed a Halo trailer, but not from the new series when it was like, oh, we can do video game shows. Let me do, you know, let me post up a trailer in hopes that somebody greenlights this and no one greenlighted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So did you ever watch The Lost Symbol on Peacock? No. Uh-huh. Oh, is that the Dan Brown thing? Yeah, 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 it's a TV show based on the Dan Brown stuff. No, but I think I would like that. Yeah, you would like that. Because it's all conspiracy. It's kind of, like, it's like um, what's the Nicolas Cage one? National Treasure. It's like National Treasure. Yeah, and I'm all about that. Yeah, you like it. You should watch it. Okay. Yeah, I, I will. I, I do. Oh, I yeah. will watch yeah, that. Yeah, you should watch that. That sounds good. Um, It's not like the greatest, but it was entertaining the whole way through. I like that. I think I think we might need to do that. Man, I did not realize he was doing this predator thing. There it yeah. is. Crazy. His name his name came up right at the end. Oh. Wait, Skype sent me a message. Was that you? Yeah, that was me. Oh, okay. Ah, I see. Um anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I don't know I don't know what this movie's about, but I'm all in on it. Cause uh I love me some Predator. Yeah, it's that I love that it's a prequel. I think that'll be interesting. I would like to know, okay, in your head, since they didn't really show the Predator, Mm -hmm. in your head, will it be a Predator that we're used to? Sure. Meaning we saw the three lasers hit the person. Mm -hmm. So we know that part of the Predator lore is still going to be there. Do you think it will be, since it's a prequel, will it be a more 
not primitive, but not as advanced as they currently are that we know them to be. No, no. All right, listen. You're about to like. You're will about it, will to it get have, me on like a diatribe here. I know, and I want it. I so want it. With, all I all I need from a Predator movie two two things. I need the three laser beam things mm-hmm. with the gun, of course. Sure. And I also need the camouflage suit. Like if he if the Predator had a different face mask, if a Predator didn't have the spear or the net. Am I going to be upset? No, because they'll have other cool gadgets mm-hmm. is my question. But do you think it will be a decked out predator that's completely up on its tech or it's like the weapons that we've seen previously in whatever IP you want to look at? Or will it be a like scaled back version? So let me tell you something. Please. The first Predator movie is a nearly perfect movie, okay? Don't go look okay. at the IMDb ratings because they're all wrong, okay? Yeah, they're dumb. It's a nearly perfect movie, okay? Predator has been, like, top three movie for me, like, my entire life. Agreed. Okay? Um, so that's number one. Number two, Predator 2 was fine, okay? Yeah. It was in the yeah. spirit of the first. Um, it just, like, it wasn't as good a movie, but it was fine. It was good. Anything past that. Um, I don't really consider Predator movies. They're like, mm, they're like, uh, they're like the CW version of The Flash. Okay, we're like uh-huh. The Flash is awesome. CW version, it's fine. Um, right. Except for maybe like the Adrian Brody one. Uh, what was that called? Predators. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like all the the AVP stuff, like I love watching them. Not Predator. Um, See, I'm with you on the sequels. Yeah. There might be quality kills, and each of the films, quality kills. Here and there, quality kills. It's just not a Predator film. Right, because a Predator film is like an old-school horror movie, okay? Yeah. Where, like, something is stalking you the entire movie, and you don't know what it is. In this case, because he's got an invisibility cloak, but uh, you don't see it till the end, okay? When the monster's revealed. Right. And so Predator and Predator 2 do that very well. Um, And it's relentless. Yes, exactly. So I think, like, Trachtenberg, like, always comes up with, like, really fresh takes on things, I think. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's an overstatement because, like, I'm basing that on 10 Cloverfield Lane, right? Um, But, like, 10 Cloverfield Lane was, like, a radical departure from Cloverfield. But, like, you knew how it fit in, right? And, like, when you got the reveal at the end, you're like, ah, yes. Like, this is perfect, right? And I think that we're going to get that in this movie. And and I think the number one indicator for that is the title of the movie. Because it's not called Predator 3 or anything like that. It's called Prey. And so I think that's going to be, like, the perfect indicator of, like, what we can see. We're like, this is going to be about, what are they, like, Apache or something? Like, a tribe of Native Americans. Um, and, like, how they deal with this, like, ominous force in the background i yeah i'm really looking this this feels almost like a comic book well funny you just as that. a teaser because every time i read a predator comic book uh-huh. and maybe it's just the pace that i'm reading at that feels like the first film mm. like even if it goes into like a lot of story and granted, the last one I read was Judge Dredd versus Predator. Great. And then Judge Dredd versus Predator versus Alien. Also great. Yes. And that had a lot of story to it. A lot of exposition. A lot of, like, 
from the character moments. But guess what? A good film sort of needs some good character building Mm -hmm. that aren't characters that you're already familiar with. Like they built on characters that weren't just Judge Dredd, Alien, and Predator. Like they were smart enough to realize the audience already knows those people. Yep. Like we want to build up the cast of characters and you need that. Yep. Where I think Hollywood doesn't do that as good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it'd be hard for them yeah. for us to fall in love because guess what? People only want to see Predator in a Predator movie. Yep. So, so this has me thinking, speaking about ordering comics, I, th- I feel like, um, I want to get like a run of like the old dark horse stuff and not the omnibus. I own the omnibus. Oh, so I, you just want the floppies. I feel like I want the floppies because it's like a conjecture of events, you know, like Ooh. the planets are aligning in a very specific way. Uh, cause this thing comes out, it's on Hulu, right? Yeah. on Hulu, like soon. Mm-hmm. Well, like yes. next month. Yes. Um, so I'll, I'll be there. Um, but there's also Marvel's putting out a Predator comic and that's, Wild. La- that's launching in August. So Marvel has aliens and Predator. For now. <laughs> right. Of course. Then well, they just lost Conan. So no, I guess, yeah, they just lost Conan. Um, I guess they probably just like own them, right? Cause they, they got that from the Fox buyout. So it won't be licensed back anytime soon. Right. Like they just own it. So I guess the missed opportunity is we're never going to see Conan against either of those two IPs. Yeah. And you know, it's so. Which would have been a, which that scenario, that's the best scenario ever. Yeah. yeah. But I, but I'm also looking not at the current Conan. I'm looking at like the original Conan. I wonder how. Like setting wise. How's, how's that going to work? Because. Um, so I didn't get my comics this week, um, uh, mm-hmm. because distribution issues. So I'm getting it next week. Uh, this week's box mm-hmm. is coming next week. Um, but, uh, in this box, I would have had Savage Avengers number one, um, every variant cover. And, uh, yeah, you know, just cause of the writer. Uh, yeah, of course. David Pepo, shout out. But, um, Conan is in Savage Avengers. Like he's the team lead. Oh yeah. 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 Right. So how is this going to work? Like, are they going to kill Conan off before, like, the rights revert? Like, I need to figure this out. I'm sure someone listening knows. Or is it one of those... Well, let's put it this way. The writer has to green light all of the characters that are going to be in a group. Right. How would an editor not reach out through channels and, like, find out way ahead of time, yeah, we're losing Conan, guys. We're not going to announce this, but he's gone. Yeah. Like, how did that ever, like, yeah, put him in your group. Oh, make him the figurehead. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) If they didn't have plans. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, right? It might not be the plans you want, (laughs) but they, I'm sure they have plans. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm looking at this. What's this say? The last issue will be Conan number, King Conan number six. That's in July. I wonder if the Marvel trades and stuff like that, will that just go away? Like oh. they're not allowed to print any of that. Like Dark Horse wasn't able to print any of their, when they had the, the IP. God, that's so weird. Yeah. So Rights are weird. Right? Um, Why do you think some of these movies you're never going to see again? Because they're playing 
popular music of the day in the background. And, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. why do you think some of these video games are never going to come out? Yeah. The best thing about whatever, whatever soundtrack you love, you know, Tony Hawk. Yeah. Well, guess what? It took them a long time. And then all of a sudden, three songs are missing from it. But I guarantee you, that's why it took so long, because they were trying to get those three songs. Uh-huh. Huh. Tis the nature of the beast, right? God damn it, people. Um, yes. So, so I... what do you think? What do you think about those two IPs? Now that you opened up that can of worms. Which ones? Alien and Predator. I love them both dearly. Is this going, because you know my jumping off point with the X-Men. Mm-hmm. We've discussed them. Yep. Love me some Paul Smith. Then all of a sudden, X-Men went into space, and it wasn't just with Star Jammers and, and that group. All of a sudden, the brood came on. <laughs> and that was the part where I punched my ticket and was like, get these half-ass alien wannabes out of here. I, I'm, done, I'm done with this long story arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good or bad, because some of the issues and creators that came after that, I sort of wish I would have stuck around for <laughs> Because I'm sure I could sell a Jim Lee X-Men oh, now no doubt. In, in really good condition. But sadly, I don't have it. But what, like, do I want to all of a sudden, like, this mysterious figure is, like, taking out Spider-Man villains, and then the last page it turns out to be Predator? Like, mm. you know, like... How quickly is that going to get old? It might be cool for the first couple appearances, but how quickly will that become old? Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Because I'm sure they're already doing alien guest star variant covers or predator guest star variant covers. Yeah, it's funny. There was, um, when I was doing my order, there's going to be a, I, I didn't even look at the picture. Matter of fact, I should do that. Um, there is a predator, a, a Moon Knight predator variant. Of course. <laughs> uh, I need to. I need to get on pre. Oh, is this it? No, I need to get on the previous side and look at this one of these days because I saw it on the thing and I was like, "Oh, that sounds cool," but like I just get the A covers, so whatever. Um, I should search for this. What issue would that be? I don't even know. I'll, look, I'll do it later. That's boring. Yeah, when you gonna when you gonna get all these covers, dude? Come on. I, I don't do a lot of variants, man. Like very few. No. Like, no, no, no. Like I'll I'll pick and choose. Um, usually I just do like the A covers, sometimes B covers. Um, like I'll pick and choose. Uh, but j- like usually I don't even look at the uh at the cover. Like I just do it up the spreadsheet and see who the variant artist is, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like that person. I'll get that one. Um, but I rarely like Savage Ventures. I did just like to support the book, you know. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> um, God, I was going to tell you something else. Now I can't remember. Oh, well. I'll remember after we hang up. Did you see the... Yeah, I'm sure you've already either ordered it or didn't order it. Did you see that uh, Gary Frank did a variant for the next arc of um, Hulk? Oh, no. I don't think he's doing interiors. He's just doing a variant cover. But even just to like... Ooh, Gary Frank might be back on Hulk in some form. Oh, yeah, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the um, the She Hulk trailer? Yes. What'd you think? Uh, watched it with Julie, the cruise director, and she was like, "That doesn't look like a good movie." <laughs> and I'm like, 
it's a TV show and it has your dude in it. And she goes, oh, that looks really good for the show, for a TV show. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's supposed to be small scale. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay. Yeah. And like all of a sudden it became acceptable. Yeah. Like yeah. that doesn't look like a blockbuster movie. Well, you know, expectations for TV are much lower. Yeah, I would say I had the same reaction to the new Thor trailer. I have not seen the new Thor trailer. Which is like, ooh, that'd be a good TV show. Oh, interesting. That, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw the first trailer, which I liked. Yeah. Uh, but I did not see the new trailer. Yeah. I know Julie the Cruise director will be all over it because she loves her some uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, of course. Yeah. Of course. So. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the... Uh, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, Bale's in it. Sure. Like, like, they got some good actors. Yeah. That, okay. I mean, that's... I don't know. But I hate to say it, you also had a good actor in the last Thor film being a villain, but did you give her a lot uh, a lot to do with that? No. Not really. Yeah, I don't... Man. I know. I'm, they had a lot of funny parts in it. Guess what? There, There's some... Rocket and some Chris Pratt in it. Mm. A lot of chuckle huts going on. I have this thing. I don't know if you know this. Uh, I have this like hate hate relationship with Disney. Ooh. Um, I don't know what it is. Like I feel like so. Like I I paid for a year of Disney Plus, right? Sure. Um, sure. after like putting it off because we've talked about this. I was like putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Yeah. But I had to get it for midnight, right? Like, do I regret it? No. Like, the show was fine. Yeah. But, like, I have this thing, right, where, like, I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. Like, uh, Moon Knight was, meh, okay, it was fine. Um, then, like, watching, uh, like, the She-Hulk trailer, like, will I watch it? Yes. Uh, my expectations are, like, non-existent, right? But don't lump everything in with the stuff you're talking about. I, I know. I'm, I'm overgeneralizing. But, like, there's a pattern. Right, there's a pattern. But you, well, you. My point is, you watched a lot of the Marvel shows that you missed, and those Marvel shows are pretty darn good. Like what? Uh, Scarlet Vision. Oh, what yeah, if? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 Hawkeye. I really like Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's true. But like, you know, M- Moon Knight was kind of a downer. Like, I, yes, I enjoyed it, but like, it's not what I wanted. Um, yeah. Like, so my expectations for like She Hulk are like zero. Um, my expectation for like Miss Marvel is zero. Like, I don't know. Oh, see, I'm expecting Ms. Marvel. I'm expecting to love that. I mean, I'm f- I feel like I'm going to really enjoy both of them because my expectations are zero. Yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Uh, but like, if I, if- I will say when they did the Disney day and they did, they did the announce, the announcement of this crop of shows, mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, okay. Like, mm, yeah, sure. like that Secret Wars thing. The animated yeah. they're gonna do, like, yeah. All right, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking like even other stuff. Like, all right, people like Star Wars, so let me hate on Star Wars for a minute. Uh, sorry, DJ. Um, like the Star Wars shows were just like oh, they were fine. You, you see, you, I you didn't, see, I see. didn't watch, I didn't watch any Laser Swords, new Laser Sword stuff oh. on Disney. I haven't watched one episode of any of it. All right, but I gotta say, looking at the latest Obi Wan trailer. I sort of want to watch Obi-Wan. Yeah. And I I reached out to my brother because it launched. I know he's watched all of the Disney stuff. Yeah. 
But this is also, don't forget the story of me writing him like a paragraph text and him not responding. Then the next time I see him face to face, (laughs) I bring it up and he's like, well, you didn't ask any. There wasn't a question mark. You didn't ask me any questions. So I didn't want to respond. Come on, bro. So I wrote him this thing and I could read it to you right now that I was like, did you watch Obi-Wan? I heard. No, no, no. Just here. I'll. See, now I really want, now I want to read it verbatim. Wait, can you read it in a passive-aggressive tone? I'm sure I could. Yes. Okay, and this has been, we haven't talked, texted, I should say. We haven't texted in about 10 days. Mm. So I wrote, and sure, maybe I add too much to my tests. Like, me and you text. Yeah. Can I over-talk in a text? Sure. (laughs) Like, could I pare that down and edit myself? Sure. All right, that's on me. Um, So I wrote, have you watched Obi-Wan? Everyone on social are floored by it. I haven't watched any Disney laser sword stuff. (laughs) Curious if I can just watch this series or do I have to watch all the stuff previous? Fair. His response to that. I watched the first episode last night. Pretty good. And then my response to that. I know there are two episodes out now. And his response, correct. That's it. like, there's no flowery language. There's nothing. That's it. Then he just went silent. <laughs> and I'm just like, in, in my head, it's like, this is where I want to be passive aggressive and like copy what I originally sent to him and highlight, do I have to watch anything else on this show or can I just go in cold? <laughs> it's just like, oy, oy, oy. But that's sort of where I am with Disney, because it sounds like everything that I hear is like, oh, Baby Yoda tied up to Rise of the Resistance or to the Clone Wars show that was on Cartoon Network back in the day. Like, it's one of those, like, I don't, I certainly wouldn't get all of those connections. I just like Ewan McGregor. I think he kicks ass, and I sort of want to see him back on screen. Mm-hmm. Doing Obi Wan laser sword stuff, but I don't know if I can. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is one of those uh, conversations, like the 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 the, the lowered uh, attention span thing. Because like I really like the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but then like Boba Fett comes out, and it was no offense, kind of trash. Um, oh. Did I did I watch the whole season? Yes. Did I did I enjoy myself? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, but like, it wasn't a good show, right? Like it was, it was mm-hmm. kind of a mess. Um, sure. so then like Obi-Wan came out and I was going to watch it today, but then I lost track of time. Um, uh, and like, yeah, the trailer looks good, but like, is it going to be good? You know what I mean? So I feel like, I feel like this about like all these shows going to Disney plus where like, I feel like if, when I sit down and watch them, I'm going to enjoy them in particular because like none of them like really stand out to me. Mm. Right? They're just like something to watch for 30 minutes. Well, to be fair, you haven't watched the uh, Doogie Hauser relaunch. And I don't plan on it. Or the High School Musical relaunch. Yeah. So, you know, your your review is incomplete. I never will. Right. Your, your review is incomplete. You're, you're That's right. okay. You're, my yeah. review is incomplete. That's okay. That's okay. I'm just going by personal experience. Yeah. 
That's all. See, I want to pose that question to Brightside, and maybe I will write them exactly what I sent to my brother. There you go. And I know they'll talk, they'll hash it out for 10, 15 minutes. And guess what? Those are my two, like, go to Star Wars dudes. For sure. And I can respect whatever answer they give back to me. But I also sort of want to throw in the caveat of Obi Wan's going to be whatever, eight episodes. DJ, you've listened to this podcast of ours. Many, many times. So you sort of know where I'm coming from. Should I be spending eight hours on Obi-Wan? Even though it's number one in your heart, you sort of know where laser swords are in mine. (laughs) Or should I be spending that eight hours watching For All Mankind? Oh, there you go. Or, you know, some some other show that has eight episodes that maybe I would get more out of. Like, if I asked you that question, hey, should I watch The Fountain? Or should I watch Obi-Wan? There's no way you wouldn't be like, no, you need to watch The Fountain. <laughs> like, no, spend your time there. Yeah. Like, I mean, I hate to say it. Like, right now, I'm watching Tokyo Vice on HBO. Oh, is it good? That's eight hours. It's on my That's game. eight episodes. Buddy, Ken Watanabe, where the hell? And I know where the hell he's been. So people don't, you don't need to write it. He's been doing Japanese cinema. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? As a dumb gaijin dude, I don't get a lot of Japanese cinema over here. I get it. I have to hunt for it. That's on me. That's on no one else. That's not on That's not on Ken Watanabe. But is he still effing amazing in this film? TV show, not film. Yes. Yes. And is it made for a Western audience? No. Oh. It is fast-paced. You learn about the culture. It is a fascinating segment into Japanese culture and, like, the hierarchies. It's fascinating, and I still have two episodes left. But if DJ watched that, his response should be like, no, go watch. You have HBO. Have you watched the George Carlin two-part documentary? Have you watched Tokyo Vice? Have you watched, you know, Winning Season? Have you watched The Staircase? If the answer to any of those are no, go watch those first. Mm. Like, I want a priority list because it's like I'm not at a job where it's like I spend eight hours watching Netflix. Like, <laughs> no, like my time's freaking precious. I come home and Julie, the cruise director, and I will watch one episode of Star Trek till she goes to bed. Right. And then I have probably two hour, maybe an hour with the commute of free time to watch something or read something like I can't sit down and watch like eight hours is precious. So where, where should that land? Mm, I don't know. And I hate to say it. I even put like, I've never watched young Indiana Jones. That's on Paramount. Mm. And I hate to say it. I sort of want to watch young Indiana Jones over laser swords. I've heard that was pretty good. I know. That's why I sort of want to watch it. I know my queue is so big, man. I did like, four movies and like three tv shows today oh i started watching prehistoric planet gotta watch that that's apple tv right yep okay it's so good. is it sort of like the david attenborough it is david attenborough oh shoot so this is like his next like whatever it is blue earth or whatever the hell yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, 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 yeah everyone is raving about it dude it's so good I learned. I might have to. I might have to get Apple TV. I told you, I still don't have Netflix, and I don't have Apple TV. I might have to. I have to break down and get one. Listen, I did not know that T Rexes could swim. Oh wow, that's got to be a funky look. 
with those small arms. It is awesome. Are they swimming like a snake because of the small arms? No. Are they more like gliding? Like a dog. We're like Whoa. they paddle with their big feet. Yeah, but how does their head not just go under like a bowling pin? It's above water. But how how can it keep its head above water if they have the small arms? Bro, they float. <laughs> Maybe. Science. Wild. Uh, but it's cool because it's like all like the latest dinosaur research. So like there's velociraptors yeah. in there, but like they're all feathered, right? Not like in Jurassic Park. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome, man. That's really cool. I see. yeah, I I got I hey, I love the David Attenborough stuff. Dude, yeah. It's so good. Listen, and I've seen a bunch of pterosaurs flying. Never saw a pterosaur like just chilling on earth on, on like land. Mm-hmm. Very weird looking. I will say we were watching YouTube tonight and I knew this was an Apple TV commercial that came up. I don't ask for what it is. It was a t- it was a show. Oh no, it was for the new season of For For All Mankind. Mm. Julie the Cruise director loves like sci-fi. Yeah. Not like battling sci-fi. She likes more like she likes like one of her favorite sci-fi is Moon. So if that tells you sort oh, of yeah. where she's at. Moon's good. Yeah, Moon's awesome. Um so the trailer for the new For All Mankind season came up. Mm-hmm. So I knew, like, I knew this was Apple TV. Mm. So while I'm watching, I'm like, you gotta love good sci-fi. And they're showing just enough sci-fi to, like, hook you in. And thank God Apple TV's smart enough not to advertise itself till the very end. Mm. So it totally roped her in for two minutes. And she's like, that's Apple TV? Oh, man. Well, maybe when the season's done, maybe we should get at least a month. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, school. <laughs> like, yes. Because I already, like, we already got an extra season to finish out Succession. And then we got roped into Slow Horses. And I was much more into that than she was. But I'm like, look, I have two more episodes of Slow, Ho- Slow Horses. I have to keep it for another month. And then once... Slow horses were up. And I had like two weeks, and I'm like, I gotta watch Foundation. Like <laughs> <laughs> through that, I was like, Hell yeah, let's go! Hilarious, yeah, hilarious. But uh, just like you're talking Disney, like that's that's how I feel about uh, Apple TV. Mm. It's perfect for like, let me just stock up and like, oh, there's a season two of Slow Horses. Oh, and now Four Mankind has a new season. Okay, like, just let me stock up, like, the two or three series that I absolutely love. And just, like, that's when I'll invest in Apple TV. Because there's not enough content week to week that justifies it for me. Mm. Damn. Uh, yeah, Apple TV's good. Well, now you should get uh, Paramount Plus. No, not yet. Well, not I don't yet. know. You gotta look. You got to look over some stuff. Soon, soon. I think my next watch is going to be The Sadness. What is that? Oh, oh, I, I forgot to finish my thought. Yeah. You need Apple TV Plus so you can watch Paranormal Activity with the daughter. <laughs> but we, and we you them. can finally watch uh, Jackass Forever for yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself. Dude, it's so funny. I went I went on Netflix uh, a couple of days ago, and there was like a giant banner for Jackass four point five, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're gonna have four point five, not Paramount. What do you mean? Because Jackass Forever is Jackass four. Oh, interesting. Hence the name. 
But you know, they always do the point five version, yeah, which is the movie with like stupid stuff added to it. Yeah, it's a which usually usually aren't things that's like, ooh, that was necessary. You know, it was always just like, oh, okay, you padded that out a little bit. Got it, got it. Uh, but still, hey, well worth it. Uh, if you need to see some weenies, well worth it. I know, I got you. I got you. Uh, the sadness, uh, I saw it today because, uh, you know, a friend of the show, Rob Krieger, uh, always uh, rates his movies. Yeah. And uh, it, it popped up, The Sadness. I don't I can't remember what he rated it. And I was seven. like, seven? No, I'm just guessing because you hate seven. I was going to say, fake score. Uh, <laughs> let's find out here. Let's find uh, Rob. What is The Sadness? Is it a TV show or movie? No, it's a movie. Oh. Uh, let's see here. God, Rob, he tweeted a lot today. He's he's reading a lot of Flash comics. Yes, he's all over Mark Wade's run. He sure is. How come I can't find it now? He just watched it today. Maybe he retracted it. How many tweets did you tweet? <laughs> he's very he's very communicative on on the Twitters. Oh, he's reading the Exiles too. That's a good book. Ultraverse. Marvel should bring that back. Nice. Um, whatever. It doesn't matter. And now I can't find his freaking rating of this movie, The Sadness. Uh, it doesn't matter. So I looked it up. It's a Taiwanese movie. Taiwanese horror movie. Uh, at first it caught me because I went on IMDb and looked it up and it said it was a zombie movie. And I said, I'm in. So I go on my Apple TV and I look for it and it's only available on AMC+. Plus. Oh, dang it. Which I don't have now. But then I remember that somebody at work gave me their login credentials for AMC+. Plus. Uh-huh. So I signed in, and I put it on my queue. So that's what I'm going to watch next. Um, but then I went on uh, Wikipedia to read about this movie, and apparently it's, like, loosely based on Cross. Did you ever read Cross? Really? Yeah, yeah I read I read a few of the, what was it, Warren Ellis or Garth, Garth Ennis? Garth Ennis. Yeah, Cross from, uh, from Avatar. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, like a zombie virus that turns people like crazy. So when it said that it was like in, like loosely based on Cross, I was like, I gotta watch it now. Because um, Cross, cool. highly underrated. Matter of fact, that's what So I it's need. more of a pandemic thing, huh? I mean, Instead of a zombie thing? Yeah, it's a pandemic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Um, so that's How do you I, not have Shudder? I mean, I do now. Isn't that part of AMC Plus? I think so, yeah. Oh, you know what it is? No. So, a while back, because I had Shutter for a while, then I canceled it, because it wasn't that good. Um, but then I, like, eventually resubscribed, because I had, wanted to watch something. Oh, the uh, the Train to Busan sequel, like, whatever that was called. Um, I wanted to watch it, so I got whatever that was. And it wasn't on there. And, like, the Shutter, like, if you go on the Shutter app, there's only, uh-huh. like, 40 movies on there. Oh, really? Yeah. But if you get wow. the AMC Plus app, like, most of those are in there. Plus, like, huh. extra stuff. Wild. Yeah. So, anyway, so uh, so I have AMC Plus now. So, I'll uh, I'll be watching The Sadness, and I'll report back next time. Um, yes, please. But I'm excited. Man, it, it's, I, I'm, like, tempted every month, too. Because, like, Avatar hasn't put out a new comic in, like, I don't know, a year or two? <laughs> um, wow. But, like... They always show Are up. they still putting out trades? Well, it always shows up on the order form. Matter of fact, let me open this order form back up. You should just leave that order form open. Yeah, no kidding. We have to go back to it all the time. Uh, maybe we should look up Avatar Press. There it is. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, so they do these like 
bagged comic sets. What? Yeah, I don't. Are know. they like mystery bags? I mean, they're not like five comics for two dollars, but we don't know what we're putting in them. No, so like this one says Cross Family Values Wrap One to Seven Bag Set, and then Cross Psychopath Last Dash uh, Cover Bag Set Five Count. When were these done? When were they originally put out? Oh, let's find out. Like twenty twenty two, or is it like you can still get floppies? We, you know, are they just clearing out a warehouse? Crossed family values. Uh, 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 uh. <clears throat> when did this come out? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, here we go. Crossed wiki. 2010. Oh, then they're clearing out a warehouse. Yeah, you're right. They're they're heading out the door. Cross psychopath. When did that come out? What's the price on these? Uh, let's see. Are they like a dollar an issue? So seven dollars and five dollars. Uh, the seven, the family value seven pack is twenty four ninety nine. Um, not much of a break. Well, the with the discount, it's eighteen dollars, and then the cross psychopath five issues, it's nineteen ninety nine. With the discount, it's fourteen dollars. <laughs> so yeah, they have to be because these are all bag sets. Like they have Night of the Living Dead one through five wrapped, uh, Plague of Living Terror seven count bagged. Black Gas Terror, six count bag. And there's like a bunch of like God is Dead. Like a 1 through 6, 7 to 12, 13 to 18, 1924. Yeah. That's, I, I think they're clearing out warehouses. I mean, they haven't put out a new book in a while. I mean, I'm sure Mike knows like exactly. Because uh, I know Mike was also reading The Crossed. But, uh, yeah, I, I love hearing those updates too. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they go through that and they're like, oh, there are trades. What's going on? Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways. Hey, can I give you a little comic book update? Of course. Even though now I have to, like, curtail a little bit. Mm. Um, but I wanted to share with you, this is a little update that I shared on Twitter, but I don't think you saw it. Oh. But last week, I did something that I haven't done since before Christmas, if that tells you anything. Man, you love pounding on those keys. I'm writing our uh, our episode description so that I can put this I, out. I do the same darn thing. I am loud on the keys. <laughs> I, and, I, and I'm not in my own office, so it's like I know my neighbors are like, Jesus. Well, it's actually... The, it's assaulting the keys. The keys are not loud, but you know, the, the mic on the Mac is like right at the bottom of the, of the laptop. Yeah. So it's yeah. like literally like three inches from the keyboard. Yeah, I get it. But I still assault my keys. <laughs> I let them know who's in charge. Um, but I wanted to tell you the one thing that, um, that I did, I haven't, I haven't done this since before Christmas. And that is I actually bought a comic book on Comixology. Go on. And this was, I finally found a decent sale. It was an epic collection. Uh, for Fantastic Four, this flame, this fury. I still haven't. I still haven't read it. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited. Like, hey, it has Tom DeFalco, Paul Ryan, Mark Greenwald, and Herb Trim. Oh, nice. So I was like, it, but it is the era of Fantastic Four of like cheesecake, Invisible Woman. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's just like, brother. <laughs> like even Rob Krieger, when I posted it, even he was like, who, look at that invisible woman. What an era. <laughs> it's oh, like, God. yep. <laughs> but hey, I was shocked that it took me so long or I held out for so long that I haven't bought anything on Comixology. I'm like, hey, put that. Uh, I also haven't bought anything on Comixology because Comixology is dead to me. I know. Well, of course you haven't. 3,000 comic books a month coming in. <laughs> Luckily, they're already bagged and boarded for you, so you don't have to do that. That's right. But I'm dying to find out, are you instituting uh, Nick's uh, filing system? Oh, yeah. For, I have to do that. There's just no way around. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I have to do that. Um, I, okay. I do need to get a, a roll of painter's tape, because I think I'm going to do that to uh, seal the bags. Oh, yeah, okay. I gotta secure the bags. So uh, I think Dennis is the one that suggested the uh, painter's tape on the my lights. Uh huh. Because um, you don't want to use just regular tape on those bags. I wouldn't think. Um, but the blue tape. Or are you just dropping so them? Are you just dropping them into like box thirty? Yeah. Not alphabetizing that box, or just are you alphabetizing said box? No, I mean I alphabetize like the stuff that I'm gonna put in there. But, okay, but I, but I don't like alphabetize within the box. Okay, but you know, like Spider Man one through six is in box thirty two. I don't know that yet. <laughs> oh, so you haven't even started it? No, no, I, I don't know that yet. Mm. Man, you oh, you better watch out. I know you're that's gonna what I'm saying. you're I, gonna have so many boxes to do. Oh yeah, I, I gotta get on this like quick. Yeah. You know, I should have done this when I was on vacation, but I was too busy yeah, riding. You had tractor. a week. That's true. I mean, right? Tractor riding is fun. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, I can't blame it's you so there. Much fun. Can't uh, blame you there. Gosh, I I was gonna say something. Now I forgot. Mm, it's about this this comic thing. What was oh. it? Oh God! Is it about Avatar? No. Are you going you, back to that? You, oh, okay. you said something, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta tell Nick about this." And now I forgot. Cheesecake, Invisible Woman. No, no. After that. Um, sorting your your comic book. Oh, I know what it was. Spider Man. Okay. Yes. So I read Amazing Spider Man number one. Yes, I know. I listened to the Bright Side chat. Okay, very good. Um, I think you like it. Oh, I know. I'm gonna like it. It's uh, it's very street level. But how quickly will JRJR fall off? That's what I'm curious about. Um, I think he's listed for like the first four issues, and then it's somebody else. Okay, that's what I expect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz I mean it's every That's two just weeks. like it's just like Donny Cates Hulk. It's like Ryan Otley's not going to keep up that pace. Right. Like come on. So guess what? Second, oh, the first arc wrapped up. Oh, join the new penciler for the next arc. It's like, ah, there right. we go. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Where's uh is this it? Is it an all new villain in the Spider-Man? Uh, I mean, the main villain, well, I, he's... Uh, or is it is it a villain of the week thing? Is it a long story? Like, how is it being approached? So, I, I've only read the first issue. Because okay, I think gotcha. this, the second issue comes in this box that's coming up. Okay, sorry, uh, sorry. I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. So, I've only read the first one. Um, okay. Tombstone is kind of like the main villain, Ooh, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll take that. But there's like a lot of like criminal like political intrigue um mob stuff is yeah, it still mob, mob? Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay 
Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Because like Fisk isn't there anymore, so like the Rose is trying to basically like run the Fisk organization. Ooh. Um, Fisk's son. Um, and like yeah. Tombstone's his rival. So there's oh. like meetings of like criminal masterminds to like divvy up the city, basically. That's going back to like Spider Man in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they had all that like, who's gonna do the city? Who's in charge of Hell's Hell's Kitchen? Yep. Um, and then, uh, but it's weird, like, so I didn't read, like, finish reading the previous series. I dropped off, like, I don't know, after issue 20? I can't remember. The, uh, yeah. the Nick Spencer run. Right. Um, but, like, I guess Spider-Man had, like, a, a couple roommates, um, and one of them got killed through, like, the series, and the other one hmm. remained. And the other one is in this book, and he's dating Tombstone's daughter. Uh, is it Paladin? Uh, Beetle. Oh, okay. Because I thought one of his roommates, well, back back at the beginning of, I think it was that run or before that run, I could have sworn it was Paladin was oh, his roommate. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't, I don't remember if, no, I don't remember. No, okay. I think this is just a guy. Oh, interesting. Um, All right. I could be wrong. Because again, I, I, I don't remember the Nick Spencer run very well. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so he's dating Tombstone's daughter. Um, and so like he tries to get advice from Peter on like how to deal, like tell Tombstone that he's, he's gonna like propose to her. Oh boy. Um, like it's actually, it's really well done. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's a, no, I mean, I I only meant, oh boy, like that ain't gonna go well. Uh, it actually didn't go that bad. Really? Tombstone was all for it, huh? (laughs) I mean, I, I wouldn't say that. (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah it's cool like white rabbits in it and like uh yeah it's good all right i'm digging that's cool um i'm excited i'm hopeful i think the writings uh, the writings good enough were like some of the ramita stuff i don't mind hey any any way that even your thumb is in the middle and not pointing down i'll i'll take that as a win I'll take it as a win. I'll take it and I'll run. No, I, I would actually give it a pretty good score if I had to score it. Cool. Yeah. I don't know what it would Have be. Have you read the last couple new issues I read was I wrapped up the Donnie Cates first Hulk arc. And I read the first two issues of uh, Jason Aaron uh, Punisher. Oh. oh. Go on. I don't know. Did you read either? Either? Uh, hang on. I just found that Ed McGinnis is the one that's taking over. Wow, that's going to be a big style shift. Right. And I don't know if I want Spider-Man to be that bulky and muscly. Uh, it looks like it's just a couple issues, because then Ramita's back for seven. And yeah. then seven and eight. Do you think that's an unforeseen, like, no. we need a fill-in artist? No. Okay, so they'll continue this story. Yeah. They won't just, like, Ed McGinnis, we need two side stories to fill in. Nope, because then okay, so Ramita does seven and eight, and then they have uh, Patrick Gleason, whom I love, doing issue nine. Ooh, yeah. And then Ramita's back to ten. Oh, my God! Is that Gwen Stacy? Oh, boy. Spoilers. She can't go away forever. Come on. Uh, I guess. You know that. Well, you know, P- Peter and MJ aren't together. Oh! <gasps> Scandalous. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, you were saying Punisher, what? Uh, Jason Aaron, Punisher, and Donny Cates' first arc of Hulk. Um, so have, you, have you read any of those? I read the first issue of Punisher. Mm. Um, I don't know if I've read any of the Hulk. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I have. I'm sure you have them, though. Oh, yeah, I have them. 
Uh, I I feel like if I had a database to track these things, (laughs) uh, that I I would know. You would know, yeah. Or at least a spreadsheet. God forbid you mark, order me all Marvel, and then, (laughs) but you're ordering one month too late, and you don't have the first issue. Uh, what? Do what? Uh, what's the current run called? I think it's just Hulk. Just Hulk. Believe so. I can look if you want me to. Did you know that they're relaunching the twenty ninety nine stuff? Do you mean? doing new stories with the 2099 characters or they're relaunching the original runs in omnibus form or whatever no, like new comics huh yeah. does that mean we're gonna get peter david back on a spider-man title i don't know about that Jim mark okay I don't know yeah it's just, called, it's just called hulk, hulk. by donny Cates and ryan otley um hmm. yeah i don't know that i've read these yet is it good? Do you need, do you need to know? I'm pulling it up right now. Do you need to know what? Oh, it's not. No, it's not called that. I think this is the one thing that I was like, oh, that rubs you the wrong way. Uh-oh. You need to know what the first arc is called. Yes. Smash Smashtronaut. Oh, Hulk in space, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I mean, count me in. There you go. See? Oh, I see this Gary Frank cover. Oh, man. Oh, my. Mamma mia. That looks sweet. I know. Yeah. If only he was doing interiors. But the the guy that's doing interiors looks good. I, I'm not familiar with him, but it looked good. Uh, Kokolo? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Well, it looks yeah. like he's doing 7 and 8. Ryan Otley's back in 9 and 10. There you go. Oh. Are we just having the the thing I don't like is having the fill in at least he at least Otley wrapped up an arc. Yeah. It's like, are you gonna have somebody come in for two standalones and then all of a sudden let's start up the next arc? Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. But hey, it, it, it could happen. Who knows? This looks fun. So wait, so so give me your rating. Um, I sort of lost the thread to it. Oh. By about issue four. Really? Like I was just scratching my head through the entire thing. Really? Yeah. I didn't think it was well-paced, but it's hard not to compare it to the previous run. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, and there was no gothic horror element to it. It was just a space adventure. Mm. A VR, I would say it's a VR space adventure. Interesting. Yeah. Multiple banners, multiple hulks. Like, all the cast of characters you expect to see in a Hulk book. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But it it was pretty frenetic, and I just sort of like, wait, what's going on? Wait, hold, hold on, what? Where if I had those thoughts with, like, what was it? Um, Stormwatch. Mm-hmm. I would have those thoughts there, but I know it's like an uber-layered story, so... Ooh, I really should go back and read issue one to catch me up to date with issue eight. Gotcha, gotcha. And I did that constantly with that series because it was so dense. This one, I think it's just like, do I want to go back to read from the beginning to catch myself up? I was like, no, I'll read the catch up page at the beginning. And that didn't improve my, not confusion, but just sort of like, this is where you're going with it. What? Like it's it just it was a head scratcher for me. So it looks like issue seven just came out, 
So I'll read like that whole first arc for the next time yeah. we chat. And it's a quick read. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, trust me on that. It's a quick read. I'm sure. Um, but I but I will say Jason Aaron taking over uh, Punisher, a lot of positives there. Yeah. Jason Aaron did a couple good runs on Punisher. He knows the character. That's that's fun and exciting. Yeah. Um Jesus Sayas. Yep. I need more of him in my life. <laughs> He's so good. Mm. He's just even even though he went digital, it doesn't matter. It's still he has a really good style to him. And he's being inked and colored really well in the book. Nice. Uh, do I like all the style choices being done? Like Punisher gets a new like skull and crossbones on his on his shirt. Um, do I like that? Do I want it more traditional? Yes, but I'm an old fart. <laughs> um, but do I like the concept of Frank Castle taking over the hand? And being like the director of hand, I think that's an that's an interesting concept to go down. Yeah, let's see where this is going. And they brought back a lot of the like mysticism that the hand once had. Oh, nice. Yeah, now they're not just dumb ninjas, faceless ninjas. They they, there's like a cool mysticism element that I don't know how far it's going to go, but I'm happy that it's back. So and. Let me give you another positive about this. Uh-huh. Unlike Donny Cates on Hulk, Jason Aaron Punisher, yeah, twelve issues. Oh, could he do another twelve issue arc? Yes, but from issue one, it's like one of twelve. And I like that stop and start. Like I know I like that. There's a definitive end. That's cool. You know, it was cool. Hmm. I re- well, I'm not caught up, but I read the first issue of Wolverine Patch. Buddy, welcome to Manapore. <laughs> it's so good. So, so let me just say this: I don't have a lot to say about the book. Okay, okay. I thought it was a very quick read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was super fun to read. Yeah, it's Larry Hama it, back on Wolverine. Yeah, it was so fun to read. That's what did I, I tell you? It inspired me to go and read the Manapore Knights Wolverine Manapore Knights oh, epic geez. collection. Did you? That was all Hama. And I totally forgot, like, oh, yeah, this, because, of course, it's a old, it's a 90s comic. So, of course, every issue explained that the X-Men are in Australia, but the entire world thinks they're dead. So Wolverine puts on a patch <laughs> and becomes a bodyguard and no one sees who that is. Okay, whatever. It's the 90s. But I love, like, he can't pop out his claws. He can't, you know, there's certain things he can't do. And then halfway through Manipore Nights, Dazzler and Jessica Jones. Da- I think it was Dazzler. I think it's Daz- Dazzler and Jessica Jones end up in Manipore mm-hmm. with the Silver Samurai. That's right. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so 90s, but I'm so there for it. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. And I totally forgot that they wrote Jessica Jones. Um, like Jubilee or Rogue, like she was just being a little snarky, like everything was a little, a little attitude thrown in. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those like, oh yeah, these are just old white writers that don't really know how to write like a woman. <laughs> like, like ay, ay, ay. Uh, but it was so good. It was such good retro fun. 
Yeah, yeah. But, it, but Patch inspired me to do that. I was just like, oh my god, I need more of this. Yeah, it's just like it's like reading uh, like James Bond or like you know GI Joe or something. Like it was cool. Yeah, it ain't reinventing the wheel. No, of course not. Right? Of course. It's not. like um, it's like Knight Rider when David's evil twin was him with a goatee. Oh god. You know, it's like the eye patch. Like all of a sudden, it's like that's got to be the evil brother. He's he's wearing an eye patch. That's he right. can't be good. Of course. Like, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> but it was good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It's just, yeah. it's so weird seeing Wolverine in that suit, but whatever. I know, but it's such a like. I don't even know if it was a modern telling. It just felt like Larry Hammer. No, it, it was a hundred percent Larry Hammer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you like Hammer, like, bam. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely want. I definitely want more of the black, white, and red. Yeah. But I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if it's I like those titles. I think I like them because they're not always going on. Mm. Like whatever character it is, you know that it will be three issues or two issues or maybe just one issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll be done. I don't know if it's that or is this the superhero anthology that me and you have always talked about? Like we're just the short one and done. You're in, you're out for six for six pages. You know, that have like three different stories in this one issue. Yeah. I really enjoy that. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about like numbering a lot and stuff. I almost feel like I don't give a shit. Just, just You mean continuity numbering? Yeah, 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 just make everything like a miniseries. Yeah. Or, I hate to say, go back to like the A, B, and C stories. Oh. And it's like, yeah, hey, like, Hickman, if you want to do, if you want to tell like a two-year tale, that's okay, and that could be the A storyline. But could you do some one and dones of the B and C storyline? Yeah, like sure, you can have that thread go through it, but I don't need every issue, every page of every issue to be just that A storyline. Mm-hmm. Do they do this anymore? I don't think so. The A and B storylines? Yeah. I think that's a thing of the past. I feel like, like, I think, uh, like, Valiant was doing something similar because they had, like, the main story and then there was, like, a backup story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, Marvel did it for a couple of their books for a little while, but yeah. It's a shame. But, I mean, that also is a style of writing that, guess what? The, you used to never had have internal dialogue. It used to always be spoken, and even if somebody's standing right next to you, for some reason that character is not listening to you speak out loud. Like, what? How does yeah. that happen? Yeah. How yeah. is that reality? Hey, do you know when they're releasing a trailer for Grendel? Oh, gosh. I wish any day now. Is there, like, a release date? I thought it was the summer. summer. I keep seeing I keep seeing Matt Wagner on Twitter advertising it. Oh, I man. did read. I did read that first omnibus. Yeah, that is like some forgotten prose. God, yes, it's so prose heavy. Who? Yep. That, I, I mean, it was still very rewarding. Don't get me wrong. And I love. Have you read any of the Dark Horse? Oh omnibus? yeah, I've read all of it. But in omnibus, yes, not trade omnibus. Yes. Oh, good question. The reason I ask, they finally took like. The first volume's Hunter Rose. Right. And they've arranged everything not chronologically, 
but by character and release date. So all the Grendel tales that had Hunter Rose were placed into the omnibus and they tried to place them chronologically in that character's, like where that would end up, like if that's in between like issue two and three, Mm -hmm. they would have like Grendel tale, like four pages right there. Boom. And that was fascinating because it completely sort of took you out of the book because it's like, oh my God, that's Bernie Baralt art. What the hell's going on here? But then it totally made sense. It was a really cool way to approach a character. It was it was pretty interesting. I'm gonna have to pull my trade. Up. I'm, I need to reread all this stuff before the show comes out. That's all. I yeah, to isn't know. the show Hunter Rose? Yeah, it is Hunter Rose. Yep. Yeah, so you don't really have to read War Child or anything like that. No, 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 no. But my God, is it? And don't get me wrong. Like I happily will read prose, but it re- if you are going into it a brand new reader with like new eyes, it is not like. Like how you would talk all the time. I spent $5 for that comic book and that was a five minute read. Uh-huh. Oh no. None of these issues ever were five minute reads. Yeah. You're lucky if it took you 25 minutes. Uh, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> like, woof. Holy cats. Uh huh. But very, like I said, very rewarding. And there are some bits that were dated, but I sort of discovered more of a, Shakespearean or soprano type feel to it Mm -hmm. where there was a lot of like amazing world building and like because of the prose you can really see hierarchy and where characters thought of each other and where they are positioning themselves against other characters like there was definitely a larger scope to it that it took on Mm -hmm. like revisiting it so that was interesting Mm -hmm. But boy, did that take a lot to get through. <laughs> Woo-wee. Oh, I bet. I'm trying to think. When did I read? I think I read that last year. Okay, maybe it was the year before. Um, yeah, I should probably pick. It Honestly, back up. I I don't think I would ever go back. I wish more companies did chronological reordering because there's a lot of stuff like even X Men do like you know short takes or like like. Would I love to see some of those like classic X-Men from, wasn't it classic X-Men? That they weren't reprints, but they were like the original story, but then they added in like three new pages. Yeah, 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 yeah. To help like smooth out the, (laughs) the uproar that fans would have (laughs) with. Oh, man. Listen, I was just looking over. Cause I was trying to find when this show was coming out, and I couldn't find anything. But Uh-oh. I did find some interesting stuff. It is this year, though. Cool. Uh, coming to Netflix that I did not know. Mm. Assassin's Creed. Did you know that? Ooh. No. Uh, did not know that. Something is Killing the Children. I did not know that. I did not know that. Right? That's that's encouraging. Um, What was the other one that I saw in here? I'm still waiting on these, like, Miller World things, like the Magic Order. Um, I know. Because I really like the comics. I want to see how they do that on, on TV. But they announced so many of them right off the bat. And then it's like, oh, my God, it's been a year and a half. Let's go. I know. Uh, there's a Magic Because remember, they made those announcements when we were together at C2E2. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, that's been years. Yeah. Um, Magic the Gathering animated series. I'm down. Ooh. Uh, this Berserker show... 
I mean, they were talking uh, about Keanu this forever. Reeves? Yeah. Huh. I think, wasn't this announced, like, before the Kickstarter? Sounds right. Anyways, I don't know. Uh, and speak of the devil, I did see the trailer for this, so I didn't know about this. The Resident Evil TV series. Oh, boy. It actually looks pretty decent. Does it have the man-child <laughs> prince in it? <laughs> you are all about the man-child. <laughs> hell yeah, he's creepy as hell. Oh, shit. Uh, and then, of course, You Sam, know what Sam I Sam want as a... Out. Yeah. Oh, but when does that come? That's like soon, soon. Because I hate to say it, that might be where I break down and get Netflix again. It'll either be that or Grendel. Yeah, see, just, just wait for the announcement, and then when they're both out, bam. Yeah, I might have to. Um, but the the one IP that I've been waiting to see made into a show, I'm sure it's already been purchased, is uh, Black Eyed Kids or whatever it is, Black Eyed Children. Yeah, what's up with that? That's what I want to see. Come on, Joe. I've been waiting for seems that like for a, years. Seems like a perfect IP. Um, he had tweeted out, I think earlier this year, uh, that he wanted to do like a sequel. He should. I agree. I mean, me and Ronnie will buy it. I'll, I'll pick it up. I don't know how popular the rest of it would be. I'll pick it up digitally. Oh, here's the other thing. Uh, I know you're not like a big like novel reader, but um, there's a three-book series called um, The Three-Body Problem. Have you ever heard of it? No. Oh, my God. It's like probably, <clears throat> I mean, it won a bunch of awards. It's got to be like one of the like best sci-fi series of like, you know, the past 10, 20 years. Okay. Um, it's like, it's about like human contact with aliens. Mm. Um, except like it's told through both like the human perspective and the alien perspective. Um, so you see like both civilizations like reacting to contact. Okay. Um, but it's like, Partially told in forward chronological order and partially in reverse chronological order. Wow. Uh, it's really good. Is it one of those, like, the humans is in chronological order, the point of view of the alien is reverse, that type of thing? No. Like, the actual flow of time in the story. Oh, okay. Well, time isn't. Well, because be, we know that because you got to remember too, like they're really far apart, right? So you have like travel time, um, and so like neither really knows how like the other civilization will react. So like you're basically like preparing for doomsday scenarios on each side, but like obviously that can cause an issue if like because neither neither side really wants that, right? I don't know. It's and this is a Netflix thing. Yeah, yeah, it was an option for Netflix. Okay, I don't know how they're gonna um, do, like do it. The, the book, like, re- reading the book was kind of mindfuckery, so I'd be curious to see how they actually uh, present it in uh, in a show. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's very good. A lot of, very sciencey. Okay, well, I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very sciencey. This is getting me excited. I might have to look into Netflix again. I'm telling you, Netflix is pretty good. But I got a lot of, I got, a, I got plenty I can watch right now. They need to uh, quit increasing prices, I'll tell you that. That's what made me bail on them, buddy. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people did. So, well as as well as there's only so much you can drag out when. Oh, I know. When you're struggling with the bills, so oh, I know. Damn inflation! Thanks, Obama. Hard hard to justify. Uh, like, how many true crime documentaries do I need to watch? Let me think about that. <laughs> I mean, so. if you're my wife, all of them. 
Yeah, and I was that way too for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I honestly, I think, I, I think I might have watched three films on Netflix a year. Dang. The rest were series. Yeah, they do have a lot of series. Series or comedy specials, one or the other. Yep. Yep. All right, let's wrap this up, man. Oh, sure. This is like a Geek Brunch-sized episode. Mm. This episode brought to you by Geek Brunch. Get yours at geekbrunchpodcast.com. Uh, it was fun, man. Could be, it was great. We should, we should do this more often. That sounds good. <laughs> hey, if, if Glenn requests it, we will. See, Glenn, all you need to do is say when and, uh, you know, we're like, uh, we're like the Make a Wish Foundation. Okay. Yeah. We want to make all children happy. Yeah. He needs to take more vacations is what we're saying. There you go. Yeah. Uh, it's not us. Me too. <laughs> me too. I just had one and I feel like I need to take another one. There's nothing wrong with that. You should. Yeah. You deserve it. I think I still have like 80 hours. They give me too much vacation time. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Uh, Get in Trump ride tractors. Yeah, riding tractors. I gotta take the bagger off my tractor, man. Uh, Too much bagging. (laughs) You know you're having fun when you're bagging. I know. I just need to listen. Heather hates it when I burn all these leaves and crap, so I need to quit bagging and do some more mowing. Just leave this shit on the lawn. Mulching. Yeah. You gotta become Martin Mulcher for Eddie. I am. That's why I got a bagger. Right. It mulches it and spits it in the bag. Right. Hmm. Anyways, you've been listening to the Nerd Legion Podcast with Nicholas Tiberius Wetmore. Uh, that's a Star Trek reference, just so you know. Love it. Uh, you can find Nick on Twitter, at Nick Wetmore. You can find me at Geek Fun. The show is at Nerd Legion. 